0: Alright everyone, welcome along to another episode of Martin's World. Guys, if you don't already know, well, you can support the show and you can also support the fight for cannabis legalization in Ireland by signing up to the patreon.com forward slash martinsworld. And you can also make donations in the form of Bitcoin following the link there on martinsworld.ie. Um, and all of the funds that will be generated there will be used to, to set up and run a cannabis activist hub and to bring together our cannabis activists uh, so we can not only socialize, but uh, educate and uh, organize, organize ourselves um, so we can better fight for cannabis legalization in Ireland. Um, so on we go with the show, guys. Today's interview is with uh, the High On Homegrown pod, our podcast uh, panel members. Um, there's a team of four of the guys there, uh, Mackie, Temple Grower, Greenbeard and Monkey And um, they joined me for what was uh, an, a very enjoyable conversation uh, We chatted about uh, quite a bit of things, uh, we got nice and high in the process too So uh, yeah, I enjoyed it, but uh, the, the High End Homegrown is uh, a podcast of stoner, for stoners and it's uh, all panel members are themselves high on homegrown. run. <laughs> um, they all grow and uh, smoke their own cannabis. Uh, five people from around the world coming together every week to get high and talk about weed. Um, they don't just bring information, but entertainment too. Um, they are all good friends and they really enjoy making the show. And uh, they, they look forward to making a new episode every week. Um, and their show is live every Sunday on YouTube um, I believe around uh, 10 p.m. Um, Ireland's time, uh, Irish time, um, so do check that out. Uh, they also have uh, a forum, a grow forum called uh, Percy's Grow Room. So go over and check that out too, uh, a really good grow room, grow room um, with all the information you could uh, possibly need for uh, growing cannabis uh, at your fingertips. So the team is made up of Mackie, who's a cocoa grower from the UK and a founder of Percy's Growroom and host of the High and Homegrown podcast. Grows weed because he loves it as a hobby and he enjoys helping others learn how to grow their own. Believes that uh, we live in a simulated reality, and he loves being. Ta- he uh, loves to talk about that simulated reality. Um, doesn't believe you can prove him wrong <laughs> that we live in assimilation um, Temple grower then is uh, an organic living soil grower from Canada and Temple grower is an illegal medicinal cannabis grower, he brings a lot of good knowledge about organic growing to the panel and also a sour tone of sarcasm and rage easily raged by injustice <laughs> sounds a bit like myself man <laughs> and then we have uh, Green Bear then is the Irish panel member who grows his own cannabis and cocoa to help relieve the pain caused by arthritis. Greenbeard brings a good amount of humour and banter and is never too shy to talk about anything and loves big dogs. And uh, do check out Greenbeard's Instagram there as well if you want to see those dogs. And uh, you have Monkey then. Monkey is uh, also a cocoa grower and he's from the uh, southern USA and has been grown for many things, not just cannabis. Um, Monkey brings a wide range of horticultural knowledge to the show and is the voice of reason behind many of our tangents. Always happy to answer any question. And then one other uh, panel member who didn't join us on the, the conversation was Zombie Nation. And uh, Zombie Nation says here is a quietly mumbling, sarcasming, dark humor. And we have Zombie Nation, a soil grower from the UK. Zombie Nation has many years experiencing in growing and grow room setup. He is the guy to go to for information on electricals and equipment easily irritated, usually tired, and very grouchy unless intravenously served coffee. So there you have it. That That's the High On Homegrown podcast panel. Uh, definitely go check out their podcast. And if you, if you aren't already a member of their Grow Forum, um, go sign up now. So guys, without any further ado, I give you the High On Homegrown podcast panel. Guys, thanks very much for joining me on a, on an episode of Martin's World. Um, so I'm delighted to have uh, the team from Percy's Grow Room uh, joining me here. Uh, so yes, who, who yes. would like to do the honours and uh, just tell the, the good folks out there on what Percy's Grow Room is? Oh,
1: GB, but it's here is here as guests on his behalf. So GB, you want to take it away, man?
2: Yeah. Um, what Percy's Grow Room is, is basically a forum for growers. Um, we, we grow... We grow cannabis, <laughs> 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 um, Mackie will be much better you know, at this. Shit you're not than very good at that spirit. Oh, no. I'm
1: groom is a cannabis grower's yeah. forum and
2: website. <laughs> um, yeah,
3: <laughs> no, but honestly,
1: but
2: honestly, we are a community from across the world. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. we are a sound bunch of guys and girls. Um, there is no, I don't think. In all the time that all, all the time that I've been there, I don't think there has been an argument, even or a fucking. It hit, like
1: everybody, everybody's chilled because they everyone is grown, chilled. Lots yeah. of their own good Might cannabis community. Everybody uh, yeah. is there for, yeah.
0: for the same uh, when, reason. When man. did it come about? When did it start off? Uh, how did it start off? Um.
2: Oh mackie gosh. mackie yeah. is there he is the boss man as we say he there's a long the story head. behind it you know i
1: was part of a another cannabis growers forum before i made made percy's grow room and yeah. that forum wasn't ran very well the owners weren't around very much and there wasn't a lot of reinvestment back into the site and you have to support the community about sort your website in my opinion so a few of us guys over at the old old forum we decided we should make a lifeboat in case that website goes down. We got another one to move to, and mm-hmm. a few months after that, they was like, "Oh no, we don't want to do that anymore." And then I'm left with this fucking thing, which I got no idea what to do with. <laughs> this Percy'sCrewroom.com, and and uh, so I started to build it on my own, just write posts, you know, start getting a forum built and things like that. And then about uh, six months after I started building the site, I was banned from the old forum, which I'd been a member of for seven years and was a big part of the community. Uh-huh. I was banned over there for poaching members, right?
3: Ah, and all, me.
1: all I did was ask, because I was cracking over the Christmas time and over the start mm. of January, so much work goes on. I'm sure you know, mate, it takes a lot of work. And when you're initially setting up the site and when you've got no idea what's going on, stressful. So I asked just, just three friends, free friends. Let me do that in the quotation marks. And ZN was one of yeah. them to come out and give me a hand and setting up this lifeboat, which was initially for the members of that site to move over if that site went tits up. Mm-hmm. So we we started building purses. I was banned for poaching members and that fucking raged me. Oh, you know, man. just the injustice of it. Because I was only here and all the admin knew about what I was doing. It's not like I was cloaking dagger about anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I was I was just banned for it, just gone. It's good to see so, these
0: things kind of decentralised like that, and for the members, the kind of the community to be looking out for itself. You said it was a lot of these forums kind of come and go at times, especially in the past. There, a good couple of years back, uh, I think I started out on Roll It Up uh, was the forum I started out on right. when I kind of was learning to grow. It was a very good Irish growers tread on there that still
1: exists cool. today. Actually, there's like, a lot of good forums out there.
0: There yeah. is. I'm sorry I didn't go to Percy's Grow Room because after exploring it, actually, when I first found it, when I first met you, uh, I was kind of blown away Why what's up there. It's a, it's a very good, very useful... Uh, you have got a
1: real nice vibe, there. man, because I, it's all about community at Percy's Grow Room. It's all yeah. about helping each other. It doesn't matter what level grower you are, whether you're experienced or whether you're just new. You still have a place at Percy's Grow Room, whether it's to help people mm-hmm. learn new things yeah. yourself or you know completely learn from the beginning on how to grow. Yeah. We, we, we never, ever, and it, it, this is a big difference with Percy's Grow Room, we don't put anybody down if they've got, we, nobody wants to have a fucking sick cannabis plant. Nobody gives their plant nitrogen deficiency on purpose. And you see for, on Facebook, for example, people are like, oh, won't you done this, man, you should know better. And it's like, he ain't gonna know better. She ain't gonna know better. They've only just started out and they need somebody to guide them along the way. And people forget what it's like to be a new grower. And at Percy's Grow Room, we, we just constantly remember that.
2: Wait, and and don't forget no, what it's like
1: to be new. Yeah, no question
2: is a stupid question. And it doesn't matter if you're asked the same question once. The only or stupid you're asked question is the one times. you don't ask. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you you know,
2: like, we, we've all been asked the same newbie questions 101 times. But yeah. you just, you're helping somebody. It's somebody who's starting out fresh. And for me, it brings, if somebody asks me now, I would still class myself as a novice grower, um purely because I grew a long time ago and I stopped and I only really got back into growing again in the last year and a half nearly. Yeah. Year and a half or so. And I was on another forum, uh, Grass City, I think it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Grass City is another yeah. big one. Yeah. And that, that was good. But I was asking questions because it had been, Nearly fifteen years since I had grown a grown plant. Big fucking differences. Big differences. You know, like it was fucking tomato food is what we were yeah, fucking feeding to the right, plants, You know, yeah, yeah a fucking miracle grow. Do you call. wasn't even around back then. No, man. And you're looking, like, you're looking, going like fucking, oh, it grows so well when you give it a little bit of this stuff, and <laughs> oh you just thought you were the his knees. But I went on, and they just weren't doing well. Yeah, they were fucking sick. They were horrid looking all the time, and I was asking questions, and I was getting the most stupid. Well, like you're doing something wrong. And I go, well, I know I'm doing something wrong. Like, can you tell me what am I doing? And I'd write the whole spiel of everything from what the environment was, even down to fucking the, the temperatures outside, inside the air temps going into a, the air temperatures coming out. Ah, uh, fucking the whole works, and. Nobody was able to give me any help I went on to Percy's grow room I asked the question Mackie turned around and said Have you got a humidity dome over? Just put a plastic cup over That will sort them out (laughs) That's That's another thing man
1: That's another thing We keep things fucking simple We're not here to help people grow professionally Or start fucking grow university We're all hobby growers And we do it well It's not like we shit at it but we don't take things too fucking seriously, man. We try and enjoy this as we're doing it. It's yeah. not too sciencey. If you like if you enjoy the science thing, that's cool. Do your yeah. science mm. thing. I, everybody's I free to a... do their own thing at Percy's.
0: I, I love your current competition. The they're just the, the random pot you can grow in and do uh... oh, the mention of the grow.
1: Okay, oh. Yeah. oh my go gosh. Um yeah, there's <laughs> some good ones going on in there. Oh, I awesome. actually Bye.
2: have Priscilla. That's what I, I I call all of my plants. They get a name, and they go they go alphabetically.
3: Yeah.
2: Unfortunately, I had to jump because I grew mine in a cock pump because <laughs> I, I was things. sitting when we were what when he we just were had one around. lying around, you know.
3: You had a spare one. <laughs>
2: I, I actually have so the video. I
3: want here. You know,
2: I have the video of when it came in the fucking door, and my husband is on the <laughs> other side of the table, and he's like the fuck is it is that a cock bump <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> all you hear from the other side of the video to yourself you <laughs> <able> to, you <laughs> have with that. and that's where he was like he goes what the fuck are you planning with that and i was like well, i'm growing a fucking ganji plant in it like. <laughs> <laughs> but you see it came it came to me from van wilder i was watching van wilder that night and fucking your man was sitting smoking thinking he was smoking a bong but he wasn't. He was smoking <laughs> fucking your man's fucking cock pump, and he turned it down. Yeah. Know, Light bulb. Got my slung. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, it went, we were talking about an unconventional grow. <laughs> Who is ever going to match that? Is what oh, very thinking.
1: unconventional. Yeah.
2: yeah, and there was so many of them that went in that, like, monkey grew a fucking epic specimen in a remote control for, oh, yeah. Was yeah. It for an airplane or a
3: boat. Yeah, it's a, one of those little cheap toy quads i just basically gutted it and filled it with cocoa and i grew an auto <laughs> <with it>. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> looks badass a ganja plant for the aerial you know yeah. the antenna. Really?
3: Oh. And let's keep it light i mean pay per- so we do it percy's we want to have a good time we don't take it too seriously we want to grow good weed but man yeah, yeah. it's a pay it forward community i mean that's what we do for
1: sure
0: yeah well that, that's it that's, you have to look up for one another uh, that's kind of what the community is all about It's not a good vibe. I I see a common occurrence with people to just rip on a person because they might ask a question that's been asked before. Like, you know, it's like, ah, I just hate seeing that. Like, just lay off the guy. All right.
1: You know, and a lot of new people are getting into it as well now because it's been legalized all over the world. So a lot of new people are coming into the game. You can't expect these people to have 10 years of knowledge like you have, you know.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. we have a mix of people here actually. So, this evening, I, uh, Mackie, you're in Canada, is that right?
1: No, I'm in the UK, I am. Oh,
0: you're yeah. in the UK, sorry. Yeah, I
1: just have an accent to throw people off. I <laughs> <laughs> have a Canadian accent, I have
4: no idea.
1: <laughs> this, this, this is what my <laughs> Canadian accent is about. <laughs> the,
4: the original I do it you. white Canadians. I'm Canadian, yeah. How's corny? See? Canada, eh? That's your buddy, guy. <laughs>
1: Not your buddy, a guy. Not your guy, friend.
4: Not your guy, friend. Yep. Uh, So, so what's the cracking? So you can grow in four plants, three plants, four plants. Yeah. Every Every Canadian can grow four plants in their domicile. Um, Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's not per person, if you have two people in the same house, it's still only four plants per Only four, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: And What's the crack there? Is that uh, including vegging, or is that only
4: flowering? Yeah, that's regardless if they're just popped out of the soil, or got, you know, 24 ounces of bud because you scrogged it, you know, it doesn't matter. A plant is a plant in their eyes. I assume, I mean, I've never really heard too much uh, in terms of enforcement on that, Uh, but yeah, I would assume, like, that's, that's what the regulations say, so yeah plant is a plant is
0: a plant yeah well i suppose it's just better than an outright not allowed growing many anyway, of for sure but it'd be yeah. interesting all right if the, if you were able to just have as many in a vegetative state kind of just waiting to, to flick into flower, like
4: because it's in
0: sure. flower that the, the real value is but let's okay. say if you were a person who wanted to, to juice them and and you wanted to have like a, a load of um, micro greens you know and done that with hemp cannabis Yep. And you were doing it with proper strands and so you were getting a microgreen there that had, a, I don't know, yeah. um, I'd be interested actually if there was any studies done looking at uh, microgreens now that I think of it. That's just mental note for myself to do later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Cannabis. I think, yeah, I think when, it comes
1: to, when it comes to growing like that, it's, it shouldn't be down to plant numbers, it should be down to floor space. Yeah, only, you know, it, you can grow mm. fucking 30 plants in a 1.2 meter protein, it'll be a tight yeah. squeeze, screen of green, and yeah, yeah. well, mm. see if green, see of green, yeah, and well, you're already of... getting the same as what you'd get off four plants.
0: Yeah, well, why do you put the limit on it though? Like, it's just so strange mm. that we do it with this, that, that it, it's to... always with the cannabis. Like, we're, we're so quick to regulate ourselves.
2: I, yeah. I can see kind of in a sense why they would put a limit and say you can grow four plants or you can grow six plants because if you could grow 20 plants or 30 plants, and if you were going to be sitting there and you turn around to your fucking side cabinet and you have fucking five pounds of weed sitting there, there is a big incentive for a lot of people to go, I can make a lot of money off that on the black, on the illicit market if I want to. And that's where it's it's the illicit trade is what counteracts yeah. us all the time, but it's also what unfortunately feeds us as well at the same
1: time. It's not it's not our fault but it's an illicit market at the end of the it's day. It's not ours, no, <laughs> Jesus we don't not. want it like this. But you see, it's again with the laws, um, we
2: have a good perspective on Percy's of thing because we have growers in illegal countries, we have growers in legal mm. countries. Um, we have co- growers that are in kind of the in between countries, like the UK yeah. at the minute. Iowa class is an in between country. Yeah. Parts of it you can grow,
4: yeah. In other right.
2: parts you can't.
4: Yeah. Um, uh, when you say legalized too, Canada, like this is the nuanced kind of thought that is kind of getting thrown around now. Canada has a it's legal here. Like I can possess it, um, but. There, there's so many restrictions on how I can possess it, where I can possess it, where I can use it that legal probably isn't the right word, and more of just um, like uh, they've
2: regulated.
4: Yeah, they've they've regulated. And they've almost just allowed us some exceptions to. But legalization, to me, is like like Martin was saying, like with the the plant limit, the four plant limit is arbitrary to me. I mean. I, I get that there would be, and I mean, some diversion because that's been the always the argument, and there has been that in the past. But I would say, or I mean, theoretically, just my perspective, if you did allow people to grow as many as they want, like that would maybe even saturate the market so much that the fact the the black market would almost defeat itself, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, that's but bottom and far away model, almost there. like. I mean, just hypothetically, I could grow as much as I want. I'd be given the stuff away. I, I do like I would absolutely give it away because A, I know that, and don't get me wrong, there is good quality stuff in the legal market, but most of it's really expensive and not always available. Um, so my my thought would be that I could provide, you know, a better quality alternative so that people wouldn't have to pay for something they, they would be already, as well as mm-hmm. providing medicine and all that kind of aspect. But Currently, we're not allowed to do that. Like, I can only gift up to thirty grams at a time to a person, another yeah. Canadian, right? But there's there's a lot of limits on on everything that we're allowed to do. And even as a medical patient, I'm almost more illegal now compared to prior to legalization mm-hmm. in terms of what I can do and where I can use my medicine and, and things like this. So, I see yeah, it's...
0: sort of falls into it. Like uh, everyone kind of thinks, "Oh, this is a great thing," um, but it's it's we have to be careful. Like this is my big... A- idea in Ireland like is legalization is coming and what we've seen in Canada is the, the community wasn't really represented and I'm not mm-hmm. too sure why that was in Canada because I know there was money yeah money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't really want to
3: say that <laughs> like, but, yeah. right. we'll say it. everybody should well, say, we, it. We say it
2: all the time it is it is pure down to the money um, yeah, capitalism. It's, it, especially yeah. yeah especially Martin you know yourself like over here in Ireland you know, yeah. they, they, they just want to entertain no, none of the media, none of the fucking politicians, nobody in any power or thing will entertain or even push, push for proper, even a proper medicinal system that we have. Like, you know, yeah. look at Kenny, Kenny down there. He's um, another guy, a uh, podcast here in Ireland, Mackey and then um, lads, um, it's the Penny cannabis, Cannon. yeah, yeah, the cannabis patient podcast. Yeah. He's had to. He he was on this. He Martin, you would know more about. I think
0: um, well, he, he has only just he... announced today that his uh, tumor has shrunk even more, so he's going oh, to be little, even, in, even longer. Good, yeah, you yeah. know. So uh, the treatment is doing good. But he was no. only saying it there recently. He's uh, not going to renew his license for the medical cannabis here in Ireland because it's just cheaper to get it on the black market. It's less hassle for him. Yeah. Um, so he's going the black market route now. I don't know is he mm. connecting with a grower or is he going growing himself um i I've, I'm going to have him on the podcast soon enough actually to catch up with him mm. um but uh, yeah I, I that's kind of where he's at now. he's tumor shrinking uh, but I don't think he's renewing his license for medical cannabis in Ireland because the system is a joker ah oh, it's, it's
2: yeah, it's a farce yeah like we we have to go, isn't it? We have to go to Brussels. The fucking the, if you if you are a patient here, you have to fly to Brussels. At the minute with COVID, I think they're they're couriering it in for them. But they still have to go, I think, to Dublin to pick it up.
0: Yeah, that's no well they if they get the courier drops it to the front door. Oh ah, well that's it's DHL who are dropping it as well. Mm. Well like...
2: DHL are top of the game anyway, I know that they're good.
0: um, The thing is that uh, all along they were saying to the likes of Vera and the other parents uh, who were traveling to to get it for their kids and uh, the patients who were traveling to get it for themselves that there was an issue on the Dutch side that that's why the Dutch couldn't ship it out. At least uh, Vera was on 96 FM there this morning, a local radio station, and um, she was kind of saying that that was the excuse being given to her all along as to why it couldn't be delivered here. And then all of a sudden this COVID thing came. That problem went away and it was able to be couriered over here now to save them having to travel, which was good at the time. Mm. Her, her fight now is to get that delivery continued. And um so that's kind of where we're at really now in mm. Ireland. Apparently our Taoiseach was actually on the phone this morning with Verithoumi um reassuring her that he'll be in contact with our our help minister speaking in her favour um to have, <sighs> to have something done. So
2: yeah, uh, fucking my hole. I know. Just, <laughs> you know. I know. I know My hole. Because yeah. all that fucking... Wild, like, yeah, I
4: yeah, know. Say it, man. Clank bags yeah. in yeah.
2: the
1: dog. Are you smoking weed <laughs> there, man? That's
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> more calm so down a little bit.
3: Hit
1: that shit, JP. Hit, hit that is, shit. It's, it's not... It, it is... Our, I beat the
2: drum all the time, Martin, about how fucking backwards we are over here. <laughs> you know, constantly yeah. and how fucking pathetic our government are in this sense that they are just all in it for themselves. They do not have an iota of what the average working person in this country actually goes through. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't respect, and even for when we have a health minister, <clears throat> excuse me, when we have a health minister, that only a couple of years ago came out and said when, when he wasn't in power, when he was in opposition, he came out and said that um, he can't see a problem boy. If any consenting adult (laughs) wants to grow a herb, he doesn't see a problem with it. And he doesn't see why there should be a problem with it. But now he is in power that he can with a flick of a fucking pen, he can go, i ain't going to put a vote to the people and let the people decide this.
0: He, he's ignoring us. He won't engage in any conversation. And mm. and when he, he admitted to that before he was an independent, mm-hmm. he's no uh,
2: Finnegaler, is he? Is he he's think? a Fall man you know? yeah. there. Mm. So, yeah, we, exactly. They are all cut from the same plot. These are two, as we said before, Mikey um, and lads, these were the same party that had a civil war back in the 1920s and they split because they had different policies, very similar policies, just slightly different. They have always been a centrist party, the both of them. Although they only need some cannabis. They need so much cannabis, so much. (laughs) It is not. And, And I guarantee you they've all smoked. And if they haven't smoked it, their kids have smoked it or their sisters or their brothers or their fucking mothers or fathers, you know, somebody has, you know, they (laughs) all know that when you smoke a spliff, you are not going to see a pink elephant fucking floating through the air. You know,
3: turn into a bat and fly around the room. That's a uh, (laughs) bat. Yeah, (laughs) that will happen, man.
1: There's evidence.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, we have it on tape. Somebody did testify. (laughs) that. I have a good yeah. source
0: there as well, GB, that um, someone within the phenophile side of things, uh, ex-phenophilers and, and whatnot, um, they're, they're looking at cannabis legalization and policies that are going to be formed. Um, so it seems like the importation distribution is going to be the first port and call, that they're not interested in having a, a homegrown industry like uh, Pertin de there, like, you know, kind of, they don't want uh, Irish people to actually be entrepreneurs here in this industry. They'd rather have outsiders come import our product here and uh, restrict uh, our, our own, con- own country. basically,
2: oh, we do we, we do that all the time, Martin. You know, look at look at our fucking oil. Hello, we gave yeah. that away to Norway. You know, oh, b- billions of billions of euros a year goes to Norway and the Norwegian people instead yeah. of the Irish people, and that's what our government done for
0: us. That's it, and I just think we we can't stand idly by and and let them do this now again to us. Uh, that the cannabis industry <coughs> shouldn't be something that's going to be exploited again for 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 these guys' greedy needs. Like as you you said it there, I don't know which I think it was uh, was it Mackie or somebody said like when you grow the stuff, like you could practically give it away um, to to a person who needs it. It's it's, oh, yeah. it's not very costly to produce. No, yeah, it's not. Not in and the that, scale that
4: we do it when you overregulate it, then yes, that's, and then you have three or four people that it transitions hands uh, between in the process of getting to the final consumer. Um, oh, then you have Yeah. Cause everybody's got to get their, their money, right. And the taxes and all oh. that shit. But, um, yeah, if, if we could just, you know, grassroots it, um, if I could, you know, and I I'm fully behind testing and making sure that the product's safe and stuff, but if I could take my lot, um, a batch down to a lab, an accredited lab, have it tested. If it passes mustard, take it down to the farmer's market. And then, you know, and everybody could do that. So much, much less barriers to entry than having to be a millionaire and set up a... There
0: you go. And, and these you know. are the points where governments could be making a few pounds for themselves. Say, if you have to go down to an accredited lab, that lab has to pay for its accreditation. It has to jump through the hoops and has to pay mm-hmm. for the system. The same with... If you wanted to have a license to grow and sell, you apply and pay for that license. But if I that's want to right. grow some home for my own personal use and I don't ever want to sell it, I shouldn't yeah. have to pay kind of any mm-hmm. license mm-hmm. or Absolutely. anything like that. Or, like, it's a trick list like that. We, we, we over limit ourselves. Like, and and yeah. that's something I've to, I, I'm really banging a drum on is just like like an unlimited amount of plants and veg. And uh, I, I was talking to somebody the other day about It, it was like, like if I wanted to have a kilo of cannabis at home, why shouldn't I be allowed to have a kilo or even 10 if that matter? Like, is if you were to grow a couple of plants throughout the year, um, you're not going to smoke all of it. Sometimes you want to have some in a jar and you might have a hundred sure. grams of a strain and, before you know it, you've got a couple of jars. You could have 10 or 20 jars there with 100 grams in each jar of 10 or 20 different strains. Yeah. You know that that's two, three kilos. Before you know it, you know, it, it's just building up over time. If you're a real connoisseur, like, and you just love the flavor vibe, chaser, you're a flavor yeah. chaser. You're you allowed to
1: store up your fridge with as
0: much
3: alcohol as you want to. It. I,
2: like. I was just going to say that you, are, I, we don't drink in my house. Um. We don't, but yet, if you open, there's a press out there. It's got maybe fifteen bottles with different types of whiskey. It's got about eight or nine bottles of vodka. There's two or three different types of beer because for when we have people come over, people drink. Yeah, you know they So
1: around your house, going, this is too much.
2: Exactly. I could, could like there's people that have bars. I mean, fully, fully stocked bars that are better than the fucking boozer you'll go into your local, in their house, and they're chronic alcoholics. Yeah. Nothing to say to them.
0: It's all the rage you now at the moment with the lockdown and everything. Everybody building bars and out the back garden and everything. But that was built, all through <laughs> the summer.
2: <laughs> I built me a big grow room. <laughs> yeah. That was That's my the rage too. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, that's it. Like, you look at the amount at the amount of new growers in Ireland alone. Yeah. It's just phenomenal. Yeah. And it's fantastic to see it. Well, you know, yeah, thanks again, sign up to Pussies.
0: I'm friendly with the local grow shops, and I, I've been kind of asking them throughout the whole thing. It's kind of like, uh, what's business? Like, how's it improving? Because I know at the very first lockdown, everybody was kind of finding it very hard to get cannabis. And I think as soon so as... I wasn't
3: yeah know <laughs> <laughs> you no problem I at all. Think
0: as soon as the restrictions ease and those shops open back up again what i was hearing from the local grow shops is jesus there's loads of people in buying grow equipment loads. Yeah. Of people. so that was great to hear oh uh,
2: yeah like i i was saying i i go into a load of the ones all around i i kind of go into grow shops all over the whole country i don't really just shop in one um that's just because I'm on the road quite a bit. So it's handy to drop yeah. in and you see better prices and you see different, just different products. Um, and yeah. it means I can shop in Ireland without having to shop online if I can. Yeah. Um, which is always handy. Try stay local, wherever there. you are. Know? Don't look after your own. Don't look after Jeff Bezos. Um, <laughs> really? Uh, I well, it was, I'm, like, I'm after yeah. losing me trying to talk, but, um, oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: there, oh, there God, was,
2: sorry, man, there, there was a fella, he was 80 fucking one years of age, and he was saying to me, are you growing the cannabis as well?
5: <laughs> as well. I, as well,
2: and I went, I am, are you growing it yourself? Well, I've never grown it before, he says, but I'm giving it a try. No nice. way, awesome. and he was Love eighty it. fucking one, man. Is you this know? the one grow shops, yeah?
1: the grow
0: shop? Yeah, this is. Yeah, peachy. this was
2: in. You know, um, the the grow it's the grow shop in Navin, but it wasn't the Navin branch. It was in Dublin back. Yeah. Um, this is going back just before COVID hit, so it would you have know, been just around January last year.
4: A lot of the older generation would be the best gardeners because those are the the generation that. Used to garden, right? The, my people my age don't yeah. they? They pave their fucking yards. There's concrete, <laughs> and there's fake grass. They don't <laughs> they don't know how to take care of a the yard. They don't want to, right? But those, yeah, that could that would be some really good cannabis I'm
2: telling you, to. if my granda <laughs> was still alive, you should have seen his rose garden man. That right? won fucking Ooh. awards, you know.
0: They're not easy to get good gardens out of, like the roses. They can be quite
3: tough,
2: fucking right they can be and if you ever kick your football into it God
3: help you <laughs> you won't be doing it twice no, I've tried you growing
1: other things and shit man but it's just there's nothing like growing cannabis that's just the best one
0: mm. uh, can I, uh, Greenberg can I ask um, what was the best uh, grow shop that you went into on your travels around Ireland uh, just as you were on about it
2: um, I would have to say the best stocked I would put on par with the, the grow shop in Navin and Dublin indoor grow.
0: And and where would you, anywhere stands out that you just went in and you're just like, not oh, as a really lo- nice place. I'd love to go back there again. Is there anywhere kind of like that? Um, I, I hope I don't put you on the spot in that one. Over. but you might have any, any nice guys you kind of met,
1: you know, yeah, the place in the UK. <laughs> that was that one stop oh, well, shop. yeah, that one
2: stop grow shop, shop in the UK was fucking amazing. There's two places to be <laughs> honest. For for my grow equipment, I cannot beat Dublin Indoor Grow. The lads up there are fucking bang yeah. on. They are yeah. so so knowledgeable. Tom and fucking the lads are savage. and um, to buy all my smoke and stuff, anything at all, I used the uh, Himalayan the Himalayan shop up in Navin, They're part, they sister company to the Grow shop. I like the Grow shop as well. It's just, I don't get on great with the staff for some reason. I'm a nice guy. I'm very friendly. You know yourself, Martin. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> they don't seem to like to have a fucking conversation with me, but the people next door in the Himalayan shop cannot say anything better about them. You know, they are amazing, amazing people. Yeah. I uh, so them. yeah,
0: I used to love the conversations in the grow shop before uh, some people coming in and they could be super sketch like and they'd be, is this good for growing tomatoes? Like, oh, How big no will my tomatoes be? And, Wait, oh, that's, that's the thing. Like I'm,
2: I'm very straightforward. You know, I walk down the road smoking my weed. I don't hide anything. The only thing yeah. I do that I do is I hide the fact that I grow it. Um, and that's purely because I am in a position that I cannot afford to get caught, if I did, it would be very bad for a lot of people, um, and yeah. not just me. So uh, that's why I only reason why I keep myself hidden. Um, but when normally, if I'm doing an interview, like you know yourself, Martin, I yeah. I, I, I I talk to you, but um, yeah, everyone I know knows I smoke. Oh, <laughs> nobody has a problem with it.
0: What, what made you start growing? Uh, you, you started a good while back, uh, uh You were saying.
2: Really, the costs, man. That's- you know, like, I, I, I smoke a lot of weed, Martin. You know, I smoke a half ounce to an ounce a week when I'm paying for it. When I'm grown it, I'm smoking an ounce to an ounce and a half to nearly two ounces a week. Yeah, you know, so, like, you know how much it is over here to smoke an ounce a week. That's nearly your fucking wages for most people.
0: Yeah, you know, Having That's that jar, man. beautiful, like, just being able to dip in and uh, as you go. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and it's in fairness, it's not that I smoke. I don't get stoned. I'm never really, really stoned. Um, I smoke because I have really bad arthritis. I'm I'm a young man, Martin. I'm only you know I'm only in my mid 30s I have yeah. really bad arthritis from my shoulder into my neck, there all the way down my spine, in my sp- spine itself, and down into my knee. Um, I've had arthritis since my teens. Oh, um, I've had. Near liver failure. Um my kidneys are in awful condition. They're I think they're an awful lot better now. Um I was at my biggest, I think it was 1920 stone. Um this is all to do with the medication and everything that I've taken. Yeah, yeah. Um I stopped all of my medication in January. Of this year. Of this year. Okay. Um, because I had more than enough cannabis that I was able to actually do without it. I've had one episode where I've had to go back on to taking my Diaphine, taking my Dialix, um, taking my Tramadol,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: um, basically taking the whole fucking works. I was on them for a week. It took me a week and a half to come back around. I was suicidal. I spoke to Mackie about it. Um, i had bad thoughts i it was just horrendous and i said to him i said i just don't know what's going on and he went when did you stop when did you stop taking there yeah th-? i went oh on saturday and he goes oh, well that's what's wrong with you well oh, about three four days later i was back to normal again back my happy-go-lucky gb that fucking nothing gets down and Again, okay, back right. to having and them. drugs
1: are bad
2: for you. No, horrendous, and they call cannabis drugs. You know, they call you know, them narcotics. It's a fuck. Don't ever remember
1: having to vote to say paracetamol should be legal or not. No,
0: we have rules in Ireland. Like when you go down to the shop, you can only buy one box of paracetamol. Yeah, they won't sell you anymore. Mm. It's a good thing, I suppose. Sales yeah, yeah. Sales
1: yeah, you should. You should avoid taking that shit mm. if possible. Well, yeah. you look at um,
2: you look at. Michigan. Michigan only went um recreational recently. Um a good friend of our show, um Spartan Martin, grown.
5: Yeah.
2: um he was he was telling us all about it. Uh, their recreational sales went from nine point eight million in January to sixty five point five million by August. Um that's that was just Crazy, on the it? recreational sales. A lot of the money and nearly as far as I know, all the money or 90% of it that's going from the the intake of um, cannabis, all cannabis sales are going into hospitals, they're going into schools, they're going into local fucking enterprise, local governments. You know, like this is what we need in this country. Our farmers are screaming for it, screaming for it.
0: Yeah, they just need guidance on what they actually need to be growing here. Because again, they're going to be misled, like that. They're talking about hemp I hate. When I I, I hear I'm um, talking about only hemp, mm. like not, not that the fucking plant. is cannabis, like, just don't be afraid of the bloody word. Like, it's almost like this, like, oh, oh, it's, like it's it's a stigma. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it is. is.
5: Yeah,
2: you know, like, uh, Martin, you know, over here, if anybody from sixties kind of up if you if they if they seen you walking down the street having a spliff they'd be like, oh you dirty scumbag you fucking scanger <laughs> fucking junkie cunt that's all you get off a lot of these oh look at this oh isn't he he ha- must do absolutely nothing with his life but yeah that person walking down the street could employ fucking 70 people you know yeah. could be fucking they, they their their tax bill alone could pay your entire mortgage, you know, and this is what people it's they just look at you and go and they think one thing purely because it's what they have always taught. Cannabis is bad. You will smoke a cannabis spliff. Your child will smoke a cannabis <laughs> spliff and they will die on the floor beside you. You know, come on, man. Yeah. Get a fucking cool.
0: grip. I actually have a folder full of all the uh, anti-cannabis uh, commercials. I, I was going to do it today, but I kind of personal shit uh, they do, but... Uh, I'm going to put together a show just sitting down just looking at them watching them. There was one from Michigan actually. It was quite funny. Um I don't like I I yeah, I won't even go playing them up here now on the screen fee. <laughs> but but I, I know it is mean. like they're so fucking funny like like this is your brain on drugs one and uh, the talking dog. Oh man. They're comical like mm. like how how, come, how do they think that they were going to be taken serious? Like the, the one with the talking dog. That actually makes you want to smoke weed. Do you exactly. To talk to your dog?
2: Oh, it... uh, what was it? Um, oh, Road Trip. Do you remember that movie?
5: Where yeah. they were, there
2: was three of them going on yeah. a fucking drive and they're fucking Tom sitting... Tom Green. S- Tom Green and they're sitting smoking a spliff with this old dude. And he turns around and the dog... T- if I had t- to see oh, one of the reasons why I smoke weed, so my dog might be able to turn and talk to me. <laughs> No yeah. Fuck man. It's oh. it's a it's a dream, but it's never gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's,
4: it's America oh, for the drug free, 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 free world. Mm. Oh, it's fun to make fun of stoners, you know. <laughs> can't like I don't know, from a little bit more jaded perspective, but it's the same point, you know. They always say that stoners and drug users in general are are the last kind of people that it's like almost yeah, but legal and it's ex- almost acceptable to discriminate against, right? Because nobody cares I, if you call somebody a stoner or something. It's almost a good I think thing. There's
0: something you know. a lot to be said for uh, don't, that we've to not be such weeds and stand up for ourselves. <laughs> you know, I think that was something that was kind of said as a young person to people. You oh, know, don't be such a weed and stand up for yourself. Like you know, I, yeah, I think that's something that our community kind of like. That's where it's got changed. Like I think, like see, our BC uh, in, in Canada, like that they, they, they were. Oh, every year, like massive, massive gatherings for the four twenty, like here we're we're still stigmatizing even our from our own within our own community. We stigmatize against that kind of a gathering. Um, there's there's such fragmentation there, like in the community in Ireland. You, gotta, oh. you know, for us to come forward.
2: Well, I was going to say is that the community, in fairness, is fucking nearly non-existent in Ireland, Martin, especially when it comes to cooperation between yeah. people like it's everybody has their own agenda nobody has the the only agenda that we should have and what everybody should have is getting weed legalized end the story yeah. it's not just to push one aspect and only push this aspect come together everybody should come together try put one good deal and push that deal but people have to come out and support it you know, they came out over here over fucking water. You know? Yeah. Like, water. we don't need that, do we? No. <laughs> we
0: do need it. But well, we my, that there, though, we? are just we, bringing in the charges. <laughs>
2: yeah, but no, in fairness, you look at the system, it was crumbling. They were only asked. they weren't asking for it, like, thousands and thousands they weren't clear with what they were asking and if they had been clear and if they had been able to turn around and say it's going to be a state company that's never going to be sold and you're only going to pay 125 euro per household a year no big fucking deal on that yeah. uh, but they weren't they weren't able to give a straight answer on anything and now uh, everybody just went out and there was hundreds of thousands went out yeah uh, the media said there was only tens of thousands but like you look at the pictures and if Irish people would have known the streets. you easily know. Like if they show a picture on St Patrick's Day and they say there's 150,000 people there, yeah. <laughs> and then they show the same picture a couple of weeks later and they say there's 10,000 people there.
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, there was a good breakdowns actually of guys mm-hmm. uh, of actually counting the crowd and they were like, "Come here, RT, like you're straight up just lying <laughs> yeah. and, and lying for the people who are paying. You want to pay the license fees too? Like, yeah. come? but that's."
2: That's our censorship and that's what happens everywhere. It's the censorship of the governments that are in charge and that's in every country.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Mackie, can I ask you actually, yep. uh, you're in the UK, uh, the, the outlaw guy, have you come across him at all there? Uh, he's up. On, yeah, we're
1: going to be interviewing him soon for our podcast, hopefully. Oh, we'll really? in contact yeah. with him. Yeah, I haven't come across him personally. I'll know what he does and, you know, he yeah. does some good shit. Yeah. So uh, we've reached out for him to be on our podcast and he's got back to us and we will be interviewing him soon.
0: Uh, happy days yeah I was trying to reach out to him as well to get in touch because I, oh, I, okay. I, I like oh, you when I Ooh, speech to you know, sure I'll make sure i hook you up man because I love your style of activism where it's just kind of pure in your face going on giving out free weed and yeah. things like that like it's just like yeah <laughs> you know that's the thing that gets people talking and and, and what have you like there's there's so many Instagram accounts out there now with fellas just just flogging their own product and stuff but they're doing very little to to give back to the community in terms of they're
2: not they're not giving there's there's none of them are giving it back and if there is there's you could probably count them on one hand because the rest people like as we all said like anyone who is growing it to fucking sell it is only growing it to make money for one person and that's themselves where the likes of us in Persis, if we grow it, and if, grow
1: room, personal growers, you
2: know. Yeah, it's personal yeah. grow. You grow for yourself, and that's what we encourage. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, but you're, you're still out here. You're still banging, beating the drum. You're you're not like you're doing your piece, like the the podcasts you do. They're they're quite informative and what have you. So that's your give back there to the community. It's, it's not all take, you know. so well.
2: We are, we are community-based. Um, none of us make any money from any of this. We all do this purely for the love of cannabis and for the pure love of spreading the
1: word. And getting um, people growing their own. Because yeah. it's important. You know, like GB says with the fucking 400 euros an ounce over there. People can't afford that, man. People can't medicate themselves properly because there's some We're people out there. They, they yeah. genuinely need it for medicine. like actually fucking need it i mean we can all say that we smoke medicinally but we can't get on without it <clears throat> you know it's just not nice to but some people actually need that shit and they can't afford them prices so people need to grow more of their own it would take money out of the pockets of criminals there you go yeah, you um, have a higher quality if we eat, like a much fucking higher quality you, you don't really know until you've grown your own how much not your only criminals either but
4: people that don't give a fuck and just whether it's Bitcoin or crypto, whether it's mining, whether it's uh, you know the, the dot-com boom in the 90s, these people are just, they're in it for money, whatever it is, and um, they don't care. So see, they, When you
1: grow your own shit, it's like, I want this yeah, to be the best it can be. For sure. Those types mm-hmm. of
3: people just swooped
4: in and took advantage of legalization now that they were allowed to, but there were people fighting and still fighting for this now, mm-hmm. right? So,
3: yeah, it's a new um, gold rush is what is going to happen right now, man, <clears throat> for people yeah. looking at it.
0: Yeah. It's been going on for a while, hasn't it? There's been a kind of a slow takeoff. There was the the initial kind of get-go with this, the CBD stuff. Like It started, I think, um, for me anyway at the time, I think the big one was uh, Charlotte's Web was the, the big driver there, Charlotte Fee, yep. and uh, yeah, that whole yeah. story. Mm-hmm. And then you had the, the CBD gold rush or green rush, uh, whatever sure, yeah. kind of term that you wanted. That hasn't really stopped either. I think that's still going, and it's only building up momentum really, isn't it?
2: An awful lot, an awful lot goes to, in my, in my opinion, is the more liberal a society is or a country or a state, the more open the air to the likes of cannabis and that. But when you come into strong religious dominated um, countries. That's where it is. And that's with Ireland. Ireland is a vast multicultural country now, but we are still kind of dominated by the Catholic church when it comes to our government, although they say they're not, but they are because they were all good little altar boys. Yeah. (laughs) No. So that's, that's, yeah. Yeah.
0: I I, I, I suppose uh, we've been chatting a lot about politics. I was trying to talk a bit more about growing. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because, oh, geez, we'll get really angry about of The
1: the podcast, we briefly mentioned the podcast there. That's something which we like to talk about a lot. (laughs) You got a
0: new YouTube page, actually, recently, didn't you? So you're rebranding ours? Well,
1: no, it's because uh, High On Homegrown is kind of a separate entity to Percy's Room. We want to keep it as a different thing. It's going to be a high on homegrown network where we're going to have different podcasts on the on that same channel. Like we have higher on homegrown, but we've got another little something special coming up soon, which I haven't told anybody about. Okay. Um, it's it's still in the works.
3: Teasing, teasing. Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) Because uh, our usual show, which it's uh, it's live every Sunday at nine o'clock. And we discuss the same things every week. Not the same thing, but, you know, we do news and events. Uh, famous stoners, you know, stoners who... Famous people out there who are stoners who you might not know are stoners. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a grow guide section. We have an interview. and in, you, You've been on the show in the interview section before. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and we do some fun things as well, like True Force Spoof, where we come up with three three statements and you gotta try and guess which one's false, which GB always gets wrong. Because ah. still after twenty episodes, he still doesn't get the concept of the game.
3: You <laughs> <laughs> got it right well, when he used the chat.
1: Yeah. So people seem to uh people seem to really enjoy the show, man, which makes us enjoy recording it and putting it out live every week.
0: Yeah, I think you got a good structure there. Uh, I really like things how man. you do it, you mix it up with the the, the interview in the middle of it. Um, with the little pieces, they're kind of uh, beginning there. For well, uh, I think that's that sound one is the one that uh, I kind of really like listening to. That. I haven't been able to guess. Yeah, the what has.
1: the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What
0: the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> just so you know, just fun little bits. It's it's got uh, news in there, and then there's information on growing, and it's just. You know, I think there's a fine balance of everything for a stoner podcast, and the important thing is. This podcast is for stoners. So we have a fucking laugh while we're doing it. We don't take it too seriously. We don't claim, claim to be gurus and shit. We yeah. just help you grow some decent weed, man. We're, we're not like experts. We're just growers. Yeah, and We sure. laugh, which a lot of podcasts we find because, you know, you do your market research. You go out and listen to other podcasts and see what happens. And there's not really a lot of banter and laughter on, on many podcasts. And on ours, it's just constant. We're always having a laugh.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> I go on. I go on. Greenbird.
2: We have the a good thing is a Q and A section mm. on the on the podcast. That's basically it's if anybody has any questions, they ask. Um, they can give send us a,
1: a question on the you know, in a thread. And I've I've only just realised this week that I think people just think that that's for growing questions, but it's not, man. You can ask any question there, and we'll yeah. do our best to answer it. Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh oh, <or> <laughs> uh, new category
3: you <laughs> know like, it's
1: listener Q&A man <laughs> <laughs> they've taken the time to listen to the show Dennis, <laughs> to ask a question if they want to know if we live in a simulation or not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. question would be simulation cameo there it is simulation <laughs> <laughs> We, we, we always simulation. have to bring that up. What do you think, Martin? Do we live in a simulation? I think we've discussed this before. Yeah, we, I think do. we just a <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I think we're more likely in a simulation, aren't
1: we? Yeah, I think so as well. You see, I told you,
2: it's yeah. not just me. <laughs> that's 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 just cannabis years. We, we huge love that easily, <laughs> easily swayed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that's can you uh, can you uh, tell me what your first strain was if you can remember? Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to start, Mackie, just as your blue talk, cheese yeah. was
1: my first strain, blue, blue cheese. cheese grown in a Growing 60 centimeter grow tent. Uh, fuck knows what I was smoking the first time I smoked, yeah, back in the day first one meed. I grew was blue cheese and it was in a 60 centimeter grow tent under a 250 watt HPS in a DWC bucket. And I got about six ounces, off it, if I remember correctly. Oh, nice. it, was a, it was a fucking big yield. And I was like, fuck, this is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then, so then I upgraded to the, the 1.2 meter tent. Yeah. Did more DWC. But it, was, it just got too difficult. And then I wanted to go to soil to make things easy. So I went and got some soil from the shop and I bought it back and I tried growing plants in it. And the fucking things weren't doing well at all. They were dying. I was like, I, I should have stuck to the hydro. Yeah. And then I realized when I went to the shop to buy soil, I bought cocoa. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> so you know the plants are dying because of that and then i figured out how to grow in cocoa and it's like i haven't looked back since been growing in cocoa since then it's a perfect medium i love it
0: yeah that, that was the last one i actually grew in as well was cocoa. It was, uh it's definitely something um that if i was to go back to growing uh that i'd be probably looking at cocoa Um, those <laughs> auto pots uh, seem to be amazing uh well, the, the, well they're
1: not really good for cocoa because with cocoa you have to water from the top to wash the salts out after every feed right if you run off and if you're in an auto pot, you don't get the feed from the top so the salts stay in there and it brings up the ec after a while and it'll give you plant problems
0: okay i didn't realize that now at all because uh yeah, I've only seen good things being said about them. But, Airpods,
1: uh, man. Airpods,
2: Airpods. So I was going up. to say, you cannot, I could not, oh, sorry, I couldn't say anything
1: better about Airpods, mm-hmm. man. They Talk are the, the fucking business. All,
0: of all around them isn't it? Like, yeah, that's the yeah. ones, yeah, the that's plastic ones. Curtains. And
1: mm-hmm. they're pretty cheap nowadays. I remember when they first come out and I bought my first fucking set of Airpods air for like £25 a piece. And now you can buy them for like four pounds or something. Oh, ah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I bought some when
2: we were over when I was over with you over in that um the one-stop grow shop. And I got the they had a couple of five-liter ones, I think. I was only I was looking for a couple of small ones. I think I got them for what three fucking pounds fifty. Yeah,
1: so cheap. Yeah. Things have de- developed over time so so much, you know. It's everything's so easy to get now. It never used to be like this.
0: So your air pots or coco, and what's your average yield uh, like now per plant? Let's say I'm
1: disappointed if I get less than four ounce off a plant. Yeah, less than four is uh, I. Yeah. But what Um, the fuck? Three and and a half ounces.
0: ounces. What kind of space do you give per plant?
1: Um, what's it? Two square feet. Well, uh, four square foot, like two foot by two foot. Per plant. Yeah, yeah. Four in a one point two meter grow tent. Four Four foot foot by four foot grow tent. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. perfect <laughs> my, my cycle starts out because this is a cool cycle if I do say so myself right yeah, it's <laughs> so like- I'll start eight plot eight eight plants uh, four of them will be photo period plants and four of them will be auto flowers and that will just sit in one tent which is my veg tent under 186 which is uh, under a Mars hydro TS 2000 mm-hmm. and I'll let them grow out for like three four weeks top them train them and they only need to sit in that one veg tent and then when they start to get too big I'll take the four photos over to another tent which is going to be the flowering room but keep them on 18.6 for a couple more weeks and leave the veg tent with the autos in on 18.6 and that tent gets filled Mm -hmm. and then you know after a couple of weeks in the other tent you're going to flip that to flower flowery photo period of plants you still got a tent on 18.6 so when the autos come down a few weeks later you you have that little harvest there while your big harvest is being cooked and you can also start the rest of your plants like another eight another four photos four autos and repeat the process because when you harvest the photo period plants you, you just move the photos in again because they'll be the right size to move into the flowering tent it's so a process goes round around and, and you can constantly supply yourself with weed then it's just your perpetual harvest pretty much but it's using autos and photos together in a veg room because if the lights are going to be on eighteen six anyway you might as well put a fucking auto under it right
2: I may as well be giving you some flour. You know I'm
1: saying? <laughs> and autos are quality nowadays, especially if you go with good breeders like Dutch Passion. You, you all know how much I love auto Colorado cookies. Ooh, ooh. You know, mm-hmm. this it's good fucking plants, man. Every time quality weed, good amount of it.
0: Colorado cookies. There, that, that was a question I was going to get you actually in a minute about seed strains, but, uh, uh, if you were in Canada, your your, your uh, growing style
1: would be illegal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But you, but, you, you know, know I'm illegal. not doing anything wrong. And the thing is as well, um, it's like eight plants, but I my wife smokes too, so I'm not just growing for myself. I grow for my wife too, so it's not like I smash through a ridiculous amount of weed. I do, but I do it together. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice, but we nice. is better share, like. Indeed. Yeah. Absolutely. What about you, Temple Grower? What, what, what was your uh, first strain, if you don't mind me asking, if you can remember?
4: Oh, sure, yeah. Um, well, the first strain was grown in a like a fruited dresser that I built, because like, I used to grow, obviously used to be <laughs> illegal here as well. Right, um, she was a stealth grower, so... Oh, yeah, big time. Well, <laughs> not super stealth, because I just had a, a towel on the door. So it wasn't very small proof, you know. But no, there's I had two little plants in there that were I don't know what they were. They were bag seed from a a bag that I got from a friend who got it from mystery seeds. Yeah, some BC Kootenay bud. So it was good stuff, whatever it was. And bag seeds always yeah hit or miss. But this stuff was pretty pretty good actually, um, considering that I was growing under four you know spiral CFL light bulbs. But my first real grow after I I got my tent and and the lights and all that set up was uh what did i do uh i had my well i've been medically licensed i guess so my, my my limit's a bit higher than your average canadian and i did six plants like my limit's 15 um but uh my first grow was six plants uh or my first official grow i should say i've been growing for a decade my first official grow was six plants on this strain called blue dynamite that's uh, i don't know if it's available anymore from the breeder the breeder is i think next generation seeds if i'm not mistaken out of uh He's at Edmonton now, but I, he's been all kind of around the, the BC coast and over to uh, Holland too. I think at some point, but um, yeah, BC or uh, the Blue Dynamite is a Dynamite is like a it's a version of the legendary sweet uh, sweet pink grapefruit uh, that comes out of BC. That was uh, his version of that, and then that was crossed with a uh, blueberry, I believe. So it's it's a really heavy potent. Like, I have some right now actually that I just finished, and it's like I open the jar and the hole wherever the jar is, that room is done. You can't, there's no conspicuous or no inconspicuousity or whatever that word yeah. is there anymore. Um, it's good In-conspicuousness. stuff, conspicuousness, yeah, that one blue diamond, <laughs> it's good stuff, but uh, not super common, I don't think. Um, at least not uh, outside of the, you know, Western Canada, but yeah, that would be mine.
0: We I've heard of her anyway for sure. Uh, the, the blue diamond, it's uh, certainly on my list there now to have a look at later, along with the Colorado cookies that uh, that Mackie mentioned.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. I, it, I've grown many strains, man, and it's not very often that I have like repeat offenders, <laughs> you know. I always like to try something new, but yeah, there's, there's like three strains that have stuck with me for all the years of growing, and uh, that's Auto Colorado cookies, always have one in the tent. Uh, cheese like blue cheese that's one but I've come back to a few times and Jack Herra, mm. Herra.
0: What, what, what tea company would you go source that one from
1: uh, I'd get my Jack Herra from Seedsman it's uh, fucking podcast this is fucking yeah. awesome man yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my blue cheese comes from Big Butter himself Big Butter Blue Cheese that's the guy you want to get your blue cheese from and auto Colorado cookies comes from Dutch Passion you need to let your auto Colorado cookies go for a hundred days it does say, uh, it will be done in like 10 weeks, 11 weeks from seed. But if you can really push it to that 100 days and you get the full display of the terpenes and the resins and it's properly mature, nice, good, chunky bud size, yeah, really really push that strain and you'll get the best out of it. It's beautiful. Nice.
0: What, what about you, GB? What was your uh, first strain? Um, my
2: first one was AK-47. AK-47,
0: nice. Yeah. I've yeah. four.
2: That was that's that's good good old school. That well that's that's really what was around. Um, again, you know yourself over here when you buy weed, you're lucky you're just told it's weed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's the same in a lot of places where the the good
0: countries. <laughs> um, start to meet and growers first. Actually, there was a lad that he was growing for a, another guy, but that's what they were growing. It was just. Constantly AK forty seven mm-hmm. rolling through the ten side so that that was actually who I got my cutting off of. I just said uh, he had a spare one there, and I was like, oh, yeah, nice one. I I flower that like a good couple of years back, and uh yeah, that, that was quite a nice strain. It was around a mm-hmm. lot uh, at the time, actually, as you were saying. Yeah, it was it was big back in the day. That was
2: that was my force, my best best strain. Well, when well, my best planter yield. I got was the last one I done. I just had one plant. It was um I popped fucking I had a really bad um germination radio- ratio I had one out of ten germ. No, two out of ten and only one survived. Right. Yeah, it was they were really bad. That was snow bud. Um and I got mm. it from uh, the right seed bank. You know them there up on Capel Street there. Yeah. Mm. God, I think the seeds themselves are no longer around. So I think they were literally the last of of the of the genetics mm. that they had. Um, amazing strain, in my opinion. I got, I got such good weed out of But I got like, it was just 12, 12 and a half ounces off one plant.
5: Jeez, that's all the never answers.
2: Yeah. Uh, what? I'm nearly sure it was, was it? Hang on. What
4: do you mean grams?
2: No. <laughs> grams.
4: <laughs> um,
3: Whoa. What I get now,
2: hang on. I got a hundred and I have it written down. 180, 86 grams. Divide that down, lads. I'm shit at maths. Fucking out. It's seven, eight. Yeah. 186 grams is what I had. Because it is in my little diary here in front of me. Yeah,
4: that's pretty good. One eighty-six.
2: Mm. And that was I, I vegged her out. For Three nearly, months. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, I think it was twelve week fed
2: veg fed that one. Yeah, that was a big, big long one. Yeah. Oh. That was that was dur- during the COVID.
0: Two hundred
4: twelve grams is well. Swoke. As a pound? So yeah, we had minute. Oh, yeah. yeah, we did, it. We did it good.
2: We did. That's a whole fucking hour without saying it. We have. Now real, you've, you've mentioned it a few times. So oh, I've been mentioning it a few times. Oh, just, I forgot about it. We have it. a game, Martin. On.
3: Oh, uh, we're starting that now. Okay. And we're, it's, it's every
2: time you mention that word.
3: We pandemic,
2: and um, we we started this game with Tommy Chong um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, we outsmoked Tommy, he had to literally <laughs> was... go and lie down, and he was getting in trouble with his missus. She had a lot of chores that so he was meant to be gone out
1: to do. I don't when you getting too stoned, you've got to drive. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, he's packing her up. Good man, there
3: you go. Good job. You're oh, fucking awesome. I got some hash here, too. Um,
1: what about you monkey what was your first
3: um, bag seed that would be uh, Mexican sativa bag seed from the 1980s nice uh, didn't have a clue what I was doing so I was had a greenhouse at the uh, behind the house in the city and just decided to pop pop some in some peat moss kind of a uh, homemade organic kind of a peat based soil and uh, I mean, I planted them in in October, total wrong time of the year. I didn't even know light cycle was dependent or anything. So of course they flowered real fast, and they were kind of small, but they did get sticky. Um, and I had to pull them early because I have family that was constantly coming back and forth, and, this, and they were getting big. They were getting kind of hard to move in and out of the greenhouse into the closet back and forth. So, but I do remember when we pulled them, it was a. Uh, dried it up and, and my friends were very very impressed with it so it was- i found a plant before it was
1: just out we- walking by the train tracks and i saw a plant part sitting by the fence and i went over and had a look and it looked like a cannabis fucking plant you know it would have been grown at this point so i knew what it looked like uh-huh. And it's like somebody wants to put it there to try a little gorilla grow. And I was like, nah, no, I'm taking that. <laughs> <laughs> oh I like, will give it a good home. <laughs> You're gonna be that guy. So well, it's probably gonna get eaten, but it was tiny, man. It's gonna get eaten by a rabbit or something. Uh, it, it it wasn't put there properly. You have to really Never for an outdoor grow.
4: I've never found a I I found a few bags of weed walking around on the street, but uh, no, nah, I've never done that. Never
3: yeah. found
1: it. Well, I, I took this thing home I planted it. No,
3: I've never like, found absolutely. anything to do. Well, we found that we found a tiny piece of a bud in a hotel room drawer one time. That's about the most weed I've ever found. It's good, like yeah. one brack. That was about it. Yeah.
0: You ever see the, uh our, I don't know if any of your groups are on the groups. There was an Amsterdam uh, kind of group where people used to put it up like, oh, I stayed in this apartment. Uh, I'm leaving, you know, and I'm leaving my stuff here in this space like nice person in there and like people will be trying to get into those apartments like be them and, and to be leaving yeah. them hidden outside of the airport then as well like you know the stash and dash kind of uh thing it used to be great i watching them it's a good
3: <laughs> idea. i've left so much weed and ubers before in colorado i mean you got to do what you got to do yeah Fuck yeah.
0: in uh in canada now, you got an uh, you gotta have like a, a spot at the airport now just like a weed bin if you're flying internationally isn't it
4: Yes, yeah, so some of them
3: have had them yet, I think. Uh, I know there's one in Denver. When I was in yeah, Denver, I yeah, saw there's the weed. One. I just started putting that in Denver. Yeah. So, the, so the
0: sign basically says that uh, if you're flying internationally, please dispose of your cannabis hair. So what it means is if you're flying it, within the country, it's like, yeah, yeah, keep your cannabis in your pocket, your grant. It's on legal spot. Well, yeah. so well, cool, you like. can travel. With, as long as it's
4: under, each Canadian's allowed to carry up to 30 grams on under their person, right? So. Hmm. Whether it's on the in the air or in a car or in a, you know, plane, train, automobile, whatever the stupid Ooh. idiom I'm trying to find is, um, yeah,
2: I think plane, train, and automobile is it. That's yeah. the one. Yeah.
4: So, it's. I mean, I, I do rag on legalization a lot, and for good reason here. But like you guys said, I mean, first steps are important, um, and uh, the right to grow even for plants. Um, like we talked about in the other the show with the scrogging you can get a substantial amount even with four plants and i always say if if every canadian you know every even every second or third canadian on the block were to grow their four plants there would be a glut of cannabis that we would never have seen before and eat like so yeah Yeah. grow your own people (laughs) exactly
0: what What's it like there uh in the the breeder scene now and uh with strains and uh and breeders i was talking to somebody today and i was kind of hitting on the point that um there's a lot of seed producers but not not many seed breeders uh would would that be something you would concur with uh temper gore uh, in canada
4: yeah that's a good question um you know i don't really know too much about the the details of it
0: I keep saying well, Canada. I, you're in U.S., isn't you're in.
4: No, I'm in Canada. Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry. Jeez, monkeys in oh. the U.S. Yeah. Oh, monkeys in the U.S., yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, uh, here in Canada, I mean, we, we have the breeders that we've always had, the underground guys, like like NextGen that I mentioned before. There's Jordan of the Islands and a few fairly well-known people uh, or groups of people. Um, but in terms of on the legal side of things, that's just coming out right now. There's, um, in the last, I would say, like six to eight months, um, even that's been the first offerings of, uh, seeds. There's been clones available, um, in the, at least in the medical sphere for, for quite a number of years now from mm. a couple different producers, but you know, they're, they're, they don't have the best selection. Like the one LP was, uh, they had basically paradise seeds entire line, which is great if you like paradise, but mm. not great if you don't want to have some Della Hayes and, you know, other things right. like that. And there's always the risk of, of you know, contaminated plants and stuff like that, and that has been an issue, even coming from the regulated producers. But uh, in terms of breeding, uh, no, there's, there's, there's a couple now that are, that are just coming out, like I mentioned, um, but they've just started to come out. And I don't know how much, like, like I said, I don't know the details, or I'm not privy to the details, but in terms of breeding, uh, in the strictest sense of, of breeding as to what we think of cannabis breeding, I don't know how much of that has actually happened with them just because, I mean, how could it at this point in the industry being only two years old, um, you you need quite a length of time and you need the ability to grow many hundreds or even thousands of plants to do your your pheno hunting and selections and stuff like this and then multiple generations, right? So um, the way it works now is like they're allowed to bring genetics in from the black market as a one-time thing when they first get registered as a new company. Um, So, like, they'll go to Spanibus, they'll go to other uh, shows like that and pick up a bunch of seeds from Sensi and from, you know, the breeders that we're all used to and love. Uh, But they have to declare those. And then after that, I'm not sure really how it works in terms of, like, giving credit to the breeders, because we don't see on any of the products, you know, we don't see Sensi Seed Skunk Number 1 by X company. It's always just Hindu Kush and that's it or whatever. They don't really pay homage to anything like that, so... No. yeah that, that's a really kind of tricky and and hot button i would say topic right now in in the in the canna canadian canna sphere so that's a yeah, that's a good question though and i think but it was, was something good. that that
0: uh, people were kind of touching off of there a while back when uh, some form of legalization was happening even in, in around the us and stuff like that it was uh rights over genetics and strains yeah. and stuff I think there was a company there, um, it was a pliogenetic or phylogenetic or something along those, phytogenetic. I can't remember. It was I say. Maybe, but- Phylos, that was the one I yeah. think. And, and they were kind of caught up there where they were trying to collect all of the genetic data off the plants and they were trying to, but then actually what they were doing was kind of a bit underhanded. Um, I thought there was a bit of some shadiness going on there where people were saying that they were going to contain it or I don't know what was going on there.
2: There was people people were trying to paint the like THC molecule wasn't already. they were trying to paint like a yeah. specific strain, yeah,
3: the genetic so, profile. So. Yeah.
4: Genetic profiles yeah,
3: on specific strains. They wanted to actually own them, and mm. that's, you know, <laughs> which,
1: yeah, you know, like if if
2: you build, if you if you grow, but everybody is after fucking stealing from somebody else now at this stage. Mm. You know, there's yeah. how many people have have actual original land races that they have to go back so that they can start breeding their own genetics through fucking cross mutations of original land race strains. Well,
3: That's what's it's important. important that there are no original strains left. Everything has been, in one way or another, you know, twisted around yeah. in something. You know, we've, we've, it's been around that long. Yeah, yeah.
2: I have, was only talking about a study that was done over in um, Bat University. You probably read it. Martin, about um how a survey for fifty years how fucking cannabis first it was hash, and now they're saying just cannabis in general has risen. And like we all know it has got better, you know, not that it's got stronger, it's just got better. It's like all pharmaceuticals, they all start off okay, deals, but it's improved. It's the same with crops. You know, did did we did we all was a pumpkin always fucking a foot in diameter?
0: Right, yeah. There, there no. was a good breakdown on that, that that topic there of uh over the years that they repeatedly saying, like, oh, the cannabis today or, or the marijuana today is uh it's 10 times stronger than what it was 10 years ago. But then 10 years later they're saying the same thing about 10 years previous. And if you add it up, it's like, well, Jesus, the the cannabis today must actually be like 10,000 times stronger. <laughs> yeah.
3: it, it must is be pure. rocket fuel. It is. It's 100% pure.
0: And oh, it's it's just... that's just like, oh, actually, no, well, it's prohibition that's caused that. So, isn't it? So. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy. When you, when you look at the cannabis plant itself, Martin, what it can do, like it, on the medical side alone, we know it helps everything from arthritis to epilepsy to... And um, people that are fucking fighting nausea, and um, from chemo and stuff, from everything, even down to your mental health. Like people say, people people use the drum of beating. It's bad for your mental health. I disagree with that only on the fact, and not because I use it. Purely because I know people that suffer with horrendous anxiety, and they use it, and they're okay within half an hour through an hour, they've relaxed, they've calmed down, they're not having a panic attack, their heart's not racing, they're not putting themselves in danger. They're not relying on fucking horrible fucking chemicals either. That are trying it's a nice herbal option. You know, why is it everything and we we disc- they discourage all herbal medicine and new age medicine. This is all medicine that is all free to us from the ground that all of these things can do. Like, where do you think your Panadol came from? It came from fucking mold. Right. You know, it's the same with penicillin sorry, or as a penicillin. Like penicillin, you know,
3: penicillin. I mean, aspirin Aspr- Aspr- came from willow trees. I mean, yeah. yeah.
2: You know, so, so, so like it is our, 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 our ancestors, our people. We knew what the elements could do for us. They've taken that away from us with big farmer, with big consumer, consumerism. And that's the problem. It's they have the power. You look at now with COVID, you look at... Oh, we oh, You just did that. You look at <laughs> Pfizer, they have the vaccine. You look at the stock levels that have jumped with Pfizer, have skyrocketed. Pfizer are going to control who... No, we're not giving you the vaccine because we don't like your policies over there. This is what's going to happen. It already happens with other things, but this is happening with our fucking with, with the health of the entire planet. And it's happening in front of us and people, all people are t- caring about is, oh, there's a vaccine. There's a vaccine. It's great as a vaccine.
4: You do know about
0: the vaccine.
2: I don't, I'm don't. i not going to take it personally. I'm not going to take it myself.
0: No. Did you know that it's not really a vaccine, it's gene therapy that they're actually trying to do on people. It's an MRA, yeah. MRA it's an NRA thing,
2: yeah. And it's they, they did say that if it is successful, as successful as they think it is, that they're going to be able to treat cancers and things with it. But you can already do this with the cannabis plant. This is where I was coming from, sorry. And I went off on a tangent.
3: <laughs> um, a tangent. I imagine know, it. imagine oh, that okay.
2: the cannabis plant. They, you can make graphene, graphite from cannabis, at a sh- like a thousand of the cost of what it is now to make. For byproduct from that kills cancer in stem cells. This is all known, no, but it's right, hidden. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, that's cannabis, ju- uh, fibers and hemp fiber, or not hemp, uh, flax fibers. Apparently, if you combine the two of those together. Um, you get an almost in, like I wouldn't say indestructible, but like an incredibly tensile piece of material used mm-hmm. for building cars that that would withstand better than uh, our current cars uh, do yeah. know. <laughs> well, that's,
5: that's
2: that's that's this stuff that is basically it's like graphene. We that's... we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. It costs something like one point five million to make a half a ton of this stuff at the minute. It'll cost you. I think it was a hundred thousand or something like that. That's how much of a difference it is to make it from cannabis. You can make concrete from cannabis. You know, you can make plastic bags from it. You can make plastic chairs. Everything that is plastic in front of you and in your house can be made from cannabis, which cannabis sequesters alone is sequesters more carbon than any of the grass or trees or any hedge grow or anything that's out there. Mm. This is a plant that was given to us by Mother Nature. It's a plant that has developed and grown alongside by side with man, mankind, with people, humankind. You know, it's it's just fucking crazy that it's illegal.
0: Yeah, there's been so many bloody harms that yeah. have come about because of it. Like you mention all of these very... Beneficial uses, like I think, uh, is it the, the emperor wears no clothes or the Emperor wears no clothes. That yeah. book, he, he lists a fifty thousand plus uses of hemp, and um, within that book, it's it's absolutely ridiculous what we've done, um, to allow this. And and like I, I you know, what boils my blood actually. Is uh, there's a lot of people kind of would say to me from time to time they, they would be little. Some to the, say the activism, like fighting for said legalization of cannabis. And they would say like, oh, you're you're trying to say it's a panacea for, for, for all of life's walls. And like, you know, it's going to heal everything and it's going to, you can build houses with it. Oh, sure. Like you actually can. You can. <laughs> and it actually is really good for a lot of the fucking problems that, uh, that life can throw at you, such as things like cancer and the, the issues that go with
1: that. Like.
2: The, the first the production car that was ever made was the Ford Model T. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows the famous words. You can have it in any color, as long as it's black. Not mm-hmm. many people know that it was major, the majority of it was built from cannabis. It was hemp, um, cannabis and hemp seats, um, seat C- covers, sorry, the, the weave of it, sorry, the, 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 the material. The mm-hmm. body of it was made out of compressed yeah, oh, hemp. That everything. It was ninety percent of it was,
0: and it was supposed to be biofueled as well. It was. Supposed, it, was it was supposed bio-fueled. to be hemp seed fuel. It
2: was meant to be fueled yeah. on hemp seed, and then that was interrupted by the prohibition. Yeah. Again, gasoline yeah. took over. He
0: funded the prohibition. It was some of the people like uh, the petrochemical companies. Exactly. Like, the first yeah. Idea. Mm.
4: Jesus like it. And, and
2: this, this is where it comes from. It's, it's what the negative view of cannabis on the entire world came. Because of prohibition and stuff in America, America is the leader As soon as America completely legalizes Australia across the board, the rest of the world is going to follow in very quick.
3: Yeah, mm. that'll feed the banking up. Yes. Mm.
2: Uh, That it's gonna happen, it's it's what happens. uh, Everything you look at, everything that happens in America within 10 years, everywhere in Europe is definitely doing it. Everywhere in the Middle East, well, not in the Middle East, further on, like if you go to the likes of Korea, not Korea, South Korea, they're very advanced. They they follow an awful lot of the same concepts.
0: Apparently, it's uh, decriminalized in North Korea, is it, or something? Or, yeah. Oh,
2: I mean, mean, there's nobody... no law against it. Yeah, we've there's that no before. law
3: against it, right? Yeah.
2: there's no law for, in favor of it. Yeah, they
3: don't need a law. No, know.
2: in fairness, I'd say if fucking if Kim walked by and he wasn't in a good fucking mood that day, anyway, he could be in a bad spot.
0: you think he talks? Oh,
2: oh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he does because he is not a fucking rational man. Yeah, no, it's like it's like Donald Trump. He, you definitely know, he doesn't talk because he ain't a rational man.
3: No, he ain't um, a
2: calm man or anything. No, if if there was any any narcotic, I'd say that he's on. He's fucking gone mad on the fucking Charlie <laughs> because he's like yeah. you know yourself when you party down on Charlie Brown.
3: He's raging. Well, he, he's yeah.
0: prescribed but anyway, isn't he? He prescribed some form of amphetamine or something like that, wasn't it? <sighs> something.
3: <laughs> I'm sure he could get whatever he needed yeah
0: what's the price of weed Been like a uh, monkey in your neck of the woods since they uh, going back and, and uh, since things have changed there
3: well the problem is I haven't bought weed now in years because <laughs> my, my cupboard's never empty and I don't have to go <laughs> anywhere and I don't have to spend any money on it so all I do is I buy nutrients and cocoa and you know Mm. That's all it's really all I've been doing. So I can't answer that. I I don't know anybody who buys weed right now. Really? Okay.
2: And Monkey will be in the same boat as us, Martin. Monkey is in still a non-legal state.
3: Ah, okay. Yeah. 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 I mean yeah, yeah, I'm in deep south down here, and you know, they just haven't cracked that the recreational bubble. The state I'm in down here, um, you can get a medical medical license to, to actually use uh cannabis but the only thing you can get is state grown medicines and it's all extracts and preparations there are no oh. you can't get whole flour because they were afraid people would smoke it
0: yeah well there's <laughs> only 15 states know that uh
3: adults can that kind of grow awesome. access isn't it uh really not sure about the, that number exactly i know mississippi just just came online get for medical access and texas oklahoma. is online now down here we have oklahoma online down here we have louisiana online down here florida so i mean we've almost got the entire deep south in recreation not recreational medical but there's there's no crack anywhere for for the recreational so but i do know the uh, for medical use uh they Originally what they were doing, it was two, two companies were allowed to grow and they have to they have to be licensed by state universities. Now, interestingly enough, our state decided to go ahead and go out of state, with con, send them, send our money out of state to grow the cannabis that's going to be consumed in Louisiana. So the cannabis was being produced in Nevada originally, and then sent back to Louisiana and processed and cut con, to concentrates so that it could be sold here. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> but so but you only you could I buy originally was, was three formulas. You could buy a tincture of, of THC. You could buy a tincture of one-to-one CBD THC, or you could buy pure CBD. That, that's all that was available. And it was like the, the one uh, the one ounce jar of the tincture would, would go for like about $250 and the insurance wouldn't pay for it. So it was pretty much out of pocket. So it was very expensive and there was no other option down here. So we're hoping that with the new administration now that they're going to threatening to decriminalize that that maybe opens the door now and we can do a few more things.
0: What's the crack with the mor bill? Uh, do you know much about that there? That's before the house of Congress or something like that.
3: Um, you're talking about the, the bill that, that the count that uh, the house is, is going to pass.
0: Yeah, is that uh, in December there? And
3: that's effectively. Yeah, I almost went on that on the podcast last week, but I changed to a different story. Yeah. The vote was scheduled to go go originally in September. And I was really excited because they were finally going to actually have something. It was it's expected to pass the House to have the votes. They even had some some Republicans that are going to vote for it as well. So they know that they'll have the passing votes. But they're getting a lot of pushback from the republicans right now because of course they don't want they don't want this thing to pass it seems like they they say it's an insensitive thing to do at a time when everybody's fighting this uh this pandemic and all that stuff like that you know it might be the perfect time to do it right now
0: actually especially when cannabis has been has defined an essential business like in states where it's legal like that 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 there tells you how valuable it actually is to the community to have it it's essential
3: Absolutely. I mean, it can definitely de-stress your population. And that's what people during this pandemic have been using it for. They're staying home and, and using it just to kind of chill out a little bit. And, and you know maybe, you know, if you want to put it this way, escape while staying home. Because that's what we have to do right now.
2: You you look at the amount of people that have uh, normally work uh say could work in an office with 50, 60, 70, 100 people, could work in a factory with hundreds of people, and then for months on end they have to either work from a home or they've been laid off and they have nothing to do. You know, let them let them grow cannabis because an awful lot of them are suffering really bad with mental health. Sorry, that's what I meant. Then they're suffering really bad mentally because they don't have the social interaction that they had before. They don't know what to And they don't deal with mental health in our country at all. You can be in an awful way with anxiety and your doctor will basically turn around and say, yeah, there's a couple of breathing exercises you can do and send you on your way out the door and give you a little pat on the back.
1: Couple of breathing you know, exercises you can yeah.
3: do with a spliff in your mouth. Yeah, I'm
1: <laughs> gonna do it. No. I I I tell in you, my, my other exhale. half will yeah.
3: take a deep breath on this bong right now. Mm.
2: My body. my other half suffers with anxiety, and the same. The two of us were in the doctor at the same time. Um, Started a year, and that's what the doctor said. And I kind of tore it around, and I went well, like, you're not going to say, like, recommend this or that or, like, do it like, he suffers. I can't help him at all because I don't know anything at all about anxiety. I've never suffered with it. I've smoked cannabis since I was 13. You know, so I've never had anxiety. I've always had a very laid-back, easy-going personality. I don't argue with anybody. I don't cause arguments. You know, it's a lemon. It's a, I will be a typical stoner as such but i'm not a layabout either if you know what i mean
3: yeah
0: yeah quite up and get about i, yeah. I would not a typical stoner either in in the sense that like i'm I'm always going as well i'm not sitting on a couch constantly yeah. like I, I teach Thai boxing self-defense and all right I, I have an honors degree in herbal science all right that mm. might sound pretty
3: stonerish <laughs> <laughs> What is a typical stoner? I mean, I've, I know there's so many different kinds of stoners. Yeah. But that's
2: you look at it. It was always a fucking like a rough Mexican was what <laughs> Dave. It is when you think about it. It's, it's if you mirroring. look if you look before Cheech and Chong. Cheech and Chong oh, yeah, changed sure. the image of the stoner from somebody who was gonna fucking murder you in the fucking alley over fucking ten dollars to. A happy-go-lucky person, and then that kind of mentality has always stuck to it, and Where's always the continued too? on. Is the yeah, hippies? hippies. All...
3: It was definitely hippies for me hmm. in the states. It was always the hippies. Yeah, damn so, you know, finger waving, like, well, huh? <laughs> Yeah, because, so, when <laughs> you round glasses, army uh, <laughs> yeah, That stuff.
2: Yeah. Well, like the hippies are cool. I like the. I like certain hippies. You know, some of them can be. Some of the tree huggers can be a bit much. No. Yeah.
0: Uh, I like... think going going back to the image before the hippies was definitely some sort of a murderous uh oh, yeah. sure. Mexican. Wait. But yeah, definitely come 60s, 70s, uh there was a big shift there as to the image. I, I suppose even to into the thirties and forties it would have been a shift there to being more to the, the jazz and that like, but still having that racial connection there. And yeah, then sure. once they were losing the racial connection, once they wanted to target the hippies, no, it was these dumb stoners, mm-hmm. it wasn't these black stoners, it wasn't these uh, Mexican stoners, it was just dumb stoners, yeah. no, because it could be your college dropout white kids as well, like, oh, these kids are stoners as well, because these were the ones out protesting the war, actually, at the time. That's mm-hmm. right. Exactly. They wanted to target them
2: it's it's like they'll probably do the same again now they'll try say that it's just all the climate activists and the the ones that actually care about our environment oh well they, they're all the, they're all hippie fucking types that all they do is want to smoke weed and have free love and free living and all this it's not we just want we just want access to our medicine it's end the story there's a lot of people that smoke to get stoned yeah. There's a lot of people that don't understand what cannabis can actually do for you. Um, I don't know many people that you see are fucking stuck on a couch, eating rings around, get up with like fucking 20 packs of potato and bars of chocolate and everything around them. I don't, I literally, I don't think I know a single person that does that.
0: <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna put my hand up and say, like, if you leave me alone with a cup of tea and a packet of the digestive biscuits, uh, that <laughs> yeah. Are, yeah, gone, yeah, yeah,
1: they've they've gone, mate. Yeah, I, I don't even <laughs> drink tea, but if you leave a cup of tea and a pack of digestive, mate, that's fucking <laughs> gone, mate. has gone. gone. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe okay. it's just me. Sometimes. Maybe
2: I'm just a weirdo. I don't get fucking munchies at all. Uh-huh. I've eaten
4: I, an entire sixteen-inch uh, yeah. pizza before. I will say that, but it not very often. That me. was painful. No. That was very painful. Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> no. I'd come back.
2: No, I'd come back from the bit I'd come back from the pub with with the lads and they we'd all have a skin full of drink and most of us would be smoking spliff as well. Mm. And fucking they would come back. Actually, yeah, they would have fucking maybe five or six bars of chocolate. And I'd be sitting there looking at them all going, use their pigs.
4: You know, that's true. When I used to go in college uh, drinking after the bar, we would, yeah, hot dogs stand out front. Definitely we'd buy three each and hammer everything on it and just pound those back. But on a normal day, never. And when I mm. smoke weed, I just, I will not even go down that street because, you know, I know it's in a hot dog. <laughs> <And I'm> not, <laughs> a I don't know. I just, I don't lucid. really get
2: cravings. So I don't go. I Coca-Cola. That's my thing. I drink like fucking eight to 12 cans of Coke a day.
0: Yeah, it just mightn't be your thing. So it mm. seems like you're not kind of like I, I'm. a foodie anyway. Like I just kind of love my food. So like uh, I I don't know when to stop. Like a while ago there was spaghetti there now, and I almost fell into a food coma,
4: guys. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <gonna make> it.
0: <laughs> it's different
4: ah. when it's good, man. Because uh, I don't know. One of my favorite quotes is, "Um, hunger is the best sauce." And Regardless, you know, because when you're hungry and you just have some good food, like doesn't matter if you're stoned or not you're gonna eat that whole fucking dish because it's just delish Mm, but so with the doritos and the shit like that then yeah that's hit or miss for me
2: (laughs) i don't know i'm just a plainest of james i i don't like any flavored, like really strong flavorful food i like just kind of me meat and me potatoes and you and, me you peas some, and carrots.
0: funky stuff coming out of the states actually man you, you get some uh, awful treats over there like uh,
4: <laughs> like doesn't... awful
3: treats as in just so bad like, like that kfc
4: burger that has two chickens oh. for the buns um, and yeah, bacon well, what about in the, the center whatever what
3: about, or whatever? A, well, what about <laughs> we got thanksgiving coming up what about the turducken you know the yeah. turkey stuck with it stuffed with a chicken stuffed with a duck three in one Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah man that's big thing around here yeah what you are your curducken that's right they debone all three of them and they wrap them up together and you can get <laughs> it with different so kind of much. vegetables and how spicy you want it so you just is cook the one thing actually it's not bad it's quite interesting i do like it i haven't had it in a couple years huh. that But that's uh,
0: ridiculous <laughs> yeah,
3: that, i mean we had we do have some strange foods down here in the south though kind of weird stuff but uh, we don't think it's weird i mean around here well, around does it tastes taste good
5: yeah,
3: we, we eat the heck out of swamp crawfish down here. I mean, like crazy. And people, most, most of the world goes like, you eat those things? Oh, heck yeah, we eat those things. <laughs> you know, by the ton, literally by the ton. Oh, yeah. Good evening. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I think it's something
0: that we were even, you were mentioning a while ago, green bear that, uh, you know, that everything is out there that we need, like to be given to us by the earth. I think, uh, you know, it's something if we were just doing that eating a bit closer to home like uh maybe our bodies wouldn't be uh, as out of whack as uh mm-hmm. our, our society sorry wouldn't be as out of whack as what it currently is um i ah oh, man I, i'm not even going to get into it i was just about to bring up the fishing fucking shit that's going on here at the moment because there's <laughs> fucking boats off the the, co- the the coast of our country coming from like japan and shit like you're like what the hell like you know what i mean uh but look let's not even get into that stuff like uh
2: <laughs> I I could I could get into that too, but yeah, no. <laughs>
3: I feel you pain. Yeah. <clears> That's <throat> oh, so backwards though.
0: Yeah. we doing things like really yeah,
3: So um um monkey, what is the punishment for growing where you are? Do you know what I'm not exactly sure, but I know it's pretty damn serious. I haven't actually looked it up, but I do know that there uh there's there would be jail time involved probably. I'm not really? exactly sure. Yeah, I mean you might would get a suspended sentence or, you know, some kind of a probation situation like that, depending upon the circumstance. And it is getting to be a little bit more accepted, but no, down here in the South, they still don't think it's that. They're still Martin. They're still afraid that that I'm going to have this flower and sell it to people. And they're going to smoke it and enjoy it. My gosh. Imagine that somebody might actually enjoy my cannabis.
0: Oh, imagine that. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst insult a gr- grower could ever hear though but no i don't know what the penalty is i guess i really should look that up but yeah maybe it's best not. i suppose well, just stay in the dark i and just tell him you didn't even know it was illegal <laughs> that's pretty well yeah you know how do how do they say it on south park uh mr uh <laughs> I did yeah. not. Un- I misinterpreted the rules. <laughs> yeah. I will go with that <laughs> for the time being, at least though. But then yeah, the wife only gets nervous if she looks in the cupboard. I said, baby, just don't look in there. I said, yeah. don't, don't look. Yeah,
2: I say the same thing. <laughs> yeah.
3: So I mean, you you have to do that because you grow cycles, and you know you have to have a stock so that you can make it to your next harvest. And when you first look in at, at right after after a harvest, the, the cupboard kind of looks like it's bulging. And so when she looks in there and sees that, she goes, "Oh my gosh, what are we gonna do?" I said, "You're gonna just walk away. Just walk away, honey. That's all you need to do."
0: Walk away. <laughs> do, you, do you have a carbon filter and whatnot on that? Like, or is it, is it contained at all?
3: Oh no, I mean the the, the cupboard in the back. It's all everything in the seal seal Kilner's jars and glass.
0: About oh, but in your grill, uh, so did you
3: the use the, a t- t- the tents and all are full carbon filters and stuff like that. Matter of fact, uh-huh. I over carbon filter. I mean, I'm, I'm well known. I, I, I'm a outside the closet guy that'll tell you that I overpower and over filter everything. So, yeah, <laughs> I use twice as much filter and twice as much extraction on the tent, but I don't want any smell. No smell. Yeah, good good call. And my wife's one of those, you know, uh, bionic nose people that she always tells me if she, it's like, oh, something's a little off
0: yeah i have one of those as well and it's kind of uh she can smell it a mile away if i was having a a hit like (laughs) you know how it is with
3: us growers we do get nose blind to it and for for a lot of times i won't smell things yeah
0: my neighbors haven't complained once though like i've been kind of i've been where we're living now at the moment for the last couple of years and uh, haven't once got a complaint off uh, from from either side you know, they, they compliment my my chickens and, and whatnot, like and uh uh uh-huh. did you know, they, they say nothing. I've been out there with my bong in hand talking to them, like and they, they just don't even bring it up. I think they don't even I don't know, like I don't know. I yeah. I, I hung a t shirt out one time, like a load of weed leaves all over it, and I think like uh, the following week, uh, yeah. uh one of the neighbors was kind of saying it like she was like, sure, you could be growing that marijuana up in the attic. And sure, sure, we wouldn't even know. We wouldn't even be bothered. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I wish I could grow again. <laughs> <laughs> you people think that this stuff is like a deadly weapon. You say you're walking out in the yard with a bong and people aren't even looking at you. Well, that's the way it should be. I mean, this mm-hmm. stuff is sure. not deadly or dangerous or anything like that. It's not going to hurt anybody.
4: That's I've taken people in my backyard, and I usually have outdoor cannabis growing in the summertime as one in Canada should nice. so uh, but yeah people walk right by it and they're they don't even notice it because they're not really that familiar with the cannabis plant as a plant goes right and yeah as, if open? you're not looking for it then yeah
0: Will I know count account is, uh, one of your plants has grown in the house too is that one year four
4: or six yeah uh, well actually that's that there's kind of a gray not really a gray area the way I was told was as a medical patient I can grow my allotted 15 in my medical space as designated. It has to be it has to be separate, basically. Uh-huh. And you have to be able to show that it's separate, even though like what the hell, right? Mm-hmm. But um yeah, the four plants that I would have outdoor would technically be my rec plants. And then my other plants that I have anywhere else in the house are my medical plants. But it's uh-huh. really stupid that I have to make that distinction. But yeah. Yeah, it's just backwards.
0: It's just yeah. the way of keeping tabs and everything I'd say is yeah. it
2: really well that's that's it the likes of this um the cana card that's coming into the uk that seems like a good idea but do you really want to give all your information to a thing that's only a trial
0: yeah it's it's, it's a weird one isn't it like you, you don't have to do it for any other kind of medication mm, to get a yeah. care um, honestly i seen the outlaw dude is launching his on card or, or has launched his own cards kind of anybody can apply
3: for it and uh, he'll give, send you a card. I love it. I love it. I apply for a card just for a souvenir.
4: Yeah. <laughs> the model of that though is identical to um, well in Canada we've had kind of three iterations of the medical system from 2001 to 2013 there was the MMAR which was very restricted and you, you had to really kind of either know a guy or really be sick to, to get your license um, yeah. and then 20 when they changed it to the MMPR in 2014 they took away everybody's right to grow so prior to that you could do one of three choices you could buy from the government you could produce yourself or you could designate someone else to grow in 2014 they eliminated all of that and uh, essentially is exactly from 2013 until 25th or 2017 when there was a Supreme Court challenge to the right to grow because it was unconstitutional to prohibit people from growing their own, and only to force them to, from buying from these overpriced and under quality companies. Um, yeah, it was exactly like the card. All I got these, every order I would make from, from the, the legal medical companies, I would get this little identification card that I was supposed to be able to show to the police if they pulled me over, and then that would prove to them that I'm medical, right? Um, but i couldn't grow my own i couldn't buy from any anywhere else and effectively i had to have it in the packaging that it came in like if it was yeah black market stuff it you know it, it's hard to prove when it's out of the package you know you can't
0: prove that that was another big issue that got kicked off about all oh, legal cannabis and in, in canada was the, the packaging was was ridiculous like, Mm, it really yeah, it's a still badge. Yeah, oh,
3: for yeah fun. It's never environmentally friendly, man. They put way too much plastic and all that stuff.
4: Yeah. G- geez. We've been using Jeez. Ziploc bags for years, right? And they're just like, we got a better idea.
3: Let's <laughs> Yeah. Let's put that. Let's put your uh, plastic vial inside of another plastic vial inside yeah, of a sealed uh, Mylar bag inside of a Ziploc bag yeah, and then we'll yeah. sell you that.
4: It's the childproof thing, and it's it's the regulation. And it's easy. I honestly, I do believe it's easy to de- easier to deregulate than to upregulate. Um, but at, yeah, at the same time, it's it's definitely overkill. And I see so much garbage around now, like you know, bait pens with yeah. batteries in them and stuff like that. It's yeah. it's terrible.
0: Tell me this: in in Canada, do you have uh, twist top uh, beer bottles like just easy yeah. Open, stop? Yeah. Yeah. But yet, boy, the problem with cannabis, then, like... <laughs> yeah, Yeah, really. Interesting.
4: I never thought about that, actually.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it just makes no For sense. Or any
4: alcohol bottle, really, a vodka bottle or a wine bottle, is just click, 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 and then...
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Even that. the cans, like, that. that's sure. you open a can of
4: soda, it's the same yeah. thing. Which, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, cool. a, it's the same thing in advertising. You know, you see the beer commercials that everybody's surfing and snowboarding and having an awesome time. Really, yeah. ob- it's obviously appealing to a, a pretty, you know, um, young demographic. Exactly, but cannabis—you you can't have like any. You, they're not even allowed to advertise yeah. um, anything at all.
0: And so, and do you know what? I, I kind of support that, but I I, supp- I think if you're doing it to one drug, you have to do it to all of them. Oh, I, well, yeah, I, I agree.
4: The, the Definitely, not, yep.
0: not advertise alcohol and you know man I hate it like, like it, you're going to the bus stop and it's like fucking Jack Daniels it's beamish it's you know it's it's everywhere here in it's Ireland. huge yep. yeah. it's, it's ridiculous yep yeah I, I the, drinks,
4: I'd
0: hate to so. see that yeah. For, yeah. for cannabis like I, I would love to be honest to, to see a big bullboard obviously just because it symbolizes change, but to be honest, I—it's I, not the change I would want to see. I don't want to see cannabis in your face everywhere you go, with next every billboard about consumption and some false image of a person enjoying themselves, you know, and just very misleading.
2: They're afraid to free people because yeah. you look at everybody—you don't know what's in your prescription pain medicines or things. You don't know what. The stuff is doing to you so you could you could say it's a conspiracy type thing where they're trying to keep everybody in the one mindset when you smoke cannabis your mindset is broadened you see a lot you see more issues with things that you wouldn't have seen before because you see it's an injustice to somebody else and because we have been the injustice for so long it makes you more sympathetic is it maybe yeah,
4: yeah. Sympathetic and maybe
5: yeah.
2: Mm. it makes you more understanding a lot more understanding you can see the sides of if two people are having an argument you can see both people's valid reasons and you can kind of make a decision and go yeah well no i think you're right no i think you're right yeah. But you can make that decision on yourself. You don't have to let somebody else have that argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I think that. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that makes I'm sense. On, Sorry, you're spot on. And I think if you look at some of the other things that have been banned alongside the cannabis, then the the other uh, the the psilocybin, the the you know all of these ones. i on mm-hmm. I close my door here because my dog is jumping around, and I. Can't. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't worry, I stepped on mine a second ago when I went out to grab, grab a drink
0: <laughs> I, We've a load of bubble wrap in there on the floor and the dogs <laughs> are lying on top of it and just like, oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> and the, the wind blew the door open but um, yeah, sorry, what were we saying?
1: <laughs> oh, i just so- fucking found this so- epic shit up on YouTube right? because you know how it's important to uh, transcribe your podcasts and shit Mm-hmm. For the Google SEO, uh, YouTube does automatic transcript for the subtitles, yeah, and, right. I, uh, and I can download all the fucking text and everything that's been re- said on the podcast from there. <laughs> it does it give you transcripts
0: so. with, it, with it, actually. I didn't ever look at that.
1: Uh I think you can get that as well. Yeah,
4: this is just voice recognition technology or whatever. Yeah, it's a bit shit. Don't put capital letters in the things. Yeah, it's
1: not not so bad. It's better than typing it out yourself. I was blown away
0: by it the last time. It was able to to translate my voice kind of well, uh, especially when I was ranting. There with some of the four twenty news.
3: It's crazy technology, man. Really, it's got to deal with all our accents, different countries, different types of speech, everything.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got to make sure you don't curse in the first five minutes. <laughs> or pick it
1: up. Is that really? Is that one of the rules?
0: well it's it, it's been hinted anyway i've got a lot of uh, uh
1: brackets incredible. here where the blocked out swear words in a lot, a lot of places <laughs> lots of places I can't say, because
3: the we GB, were... gb was speaking at that point yeah <laughs>
1: yeah i
2: come out with some outlandish statements we won't um we won't let's try not swearing next week see
1: what happens yeah, oh, that's damn. never oh, ever that gonna happen that would be uh, right, right, right. Well, it, it, it would it's
0: be only five minutes after five minutes then <clears <clears uh, apparently <throat> it doesn't really check the algorithm as much then um it's and it's only to do it like being featured in the, the youtube thing but uh anyhow anyhow it's
1: pretty cool how it does that
3: he really loves sweet. his new toys
1: yeah, I'm not going to do it though. I've copy and pasted the text over, and it's 29 fucking pages. And you'll <laughs> kiss my ass if I made it in 29 pages of shit every week. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, well, what what were what we
4: saying, Seri?
0: I can't remember. either can I? I so was talking about
4: psilocybin, psilocybin and
3: oh yeah, different oh, drugs. yeah, we, we are actually yeah, are uh, yeah, mushrooms. mushrooms.
0: Yeah, and you know what, what Greenberg was saying, like, uh, uh, sorry, I think...
1: just jump in there, and change the subject, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah i think uh, a lot of these very useful drugs have been well drugs in inverted quotes, like that's that's what they call them but they're they're plant medicines really cannabis is its own thing these psilocybin mushrooms are their own thing you know you, you've other kind of compounds out there the ayahuasca the, the the ayahuasca mm-hmm. these these are um that but there's really t- useful things there and they're they're out in the outskirts They're they're seen as this other thing like almost taboo and other, you know, and meanwhile, it's 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 not to boot to be giving kids fucking antipsychotic drugs there. Mm. Um, at mm. just a stroke of a pen, like I, I see it now at the moment, that uh, I think it's eight hundred percent increase now over the last ten years, mm-hmm. Ireland. It's- I
2: I was just going to say that Martin, it's a why, why is it so dangerous for to let it mid-thirties man grow cannabis to treat yeah. his arthritis but it's okay yeah. to give a child speed essentially
0: essentially speed to, yeah.
2: you know it just it it boggles boggles the mind
0: yeah it's on par with cocaine like that uh, yeah. actually in in some parts of the brain uh, some of these drugs can be even more damaging than cocaine mm-hmm um, forms of the way it just kind of changes the the, other things, especially because how young the kids are that are getting exposed to it too. Yeah. It's crazy. You
2: you look at autism, the autism spectrum is huge, hmm? massive. And especially in the last 10 years, as you said, because that's when people have really kind of really looking into autism and stuff. Cannabis can help autistic children 10 times better than some of the medications that they put the kid poor kids on you know and these kids are like fucking zombies going around fucking and some of them are like lunatics because of the medication
5: they're
0: on there you go yeah and and we're quick to give them that one but it would be completely taboo to recommend mm. maybe a 1% and a 10% THC to CBD you know yeah. like that. start them low and slow like and and work them up like you know do a professional yeah
2: do it properly exactly it's it's the very same as what we done with people that suffered with mental health and things back in the day they locked them up so that people didn't see them now they're filling them with fucking prescription drugs and they're making themselves richer and their friends richer that's Mm -hmm. all they're doing where it could be you could treat some you can cure somebody's cancer well I'm not going to go down that road because it's it's not 100% proven for all cancers.
0: Well, but I think that the first word you said you could, I, I think, like, it's mm. not that you can, it's not that everybody's cancer can be cured, but, look, if you have a certain type of cancer, um, there's a lot of evidence to say, like, that a, a very well-procured cannabis oil mm. could help fucking rid your body of that, like, a, along with a, a, a good regimen of sleeping while eating, while exercising, you know, looking after yourself yeah. in general. Yeah
2: we can use even our, our our friend Kenny in that case. You can look at him. He's not taking any prescription drugs. He's taking prescribed medicinal cannabis and his tumour is shrinking. He has longer on this God's green earth because of God's green plant. You know, I'm not a religious man, but I just use God because in Ireland, we use the church in a lot of sayings. <laughs> Right. Oh, but you know what I mean? It's, it just, it does wonders. It's
4: it, yeah. absolutely, man. And it shouldn't be thought of as a last line of defense either. You know, you hear about, you know, if you have AIDS or stage four terminal cancer, okay, now we'll give you the cannabis or now we'll give you the, the LSD or the, the end of life psilocybin treatment. But like, why wouldn't, why shouldn't that be a first, you know, or at least <laughs> shit? Oops. Sorry. Hello. Or at least a uh, in conjunction, you know, with with some traditional, quote unquote, uh, Western first pass treatments, um, like you said, in conjunction with those other things, because, yeah, to leave it as a last resort, it almost discredits the efficacy, I think, because it's, it's a lot of work to come back after you've tried chemo, after you've tried radiation, after you've tried, you basically destroyed your body. And if that doesn't work, now you're trying cannabis and expecting it to work like, yeah, you got to. Pretty-
0: you're in Canada, uh, where they, they, access, they have access in certain places in Canada to psilocybin therapies now, don't they?
4: Yeah. It was uh, just recently the first legal um, end-of-life treatment for, I think there were four terminally ill patients with, with various uh, diseases. One of them was actually here in my hometown um, that, yeah. uh, that got treated and there was zero detrimental effects yeah everything seemed to go really well for everybody that was involved and uh, yeah like I I
0: mean, think the, the aim there course. is just helping give these people a better grasp of the the mortality that they're they're sure. being handed i suppose you know it's 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 not an easy pill to swallow that you're gonna kick the bucket i suppose uh in, in a short period of time um it seemed sure, like that the the psilocybin gives them better acceptance and Gives them just a better quality of life as they remain afterwards um, I think the science of psilocybin was uh, another kind of uh, I think it was the uh, John Hopkins but uh, had a Canadian element as well to it if I remember right but, um, but yeah I think there's a lot of changes happening now uh, both in Canada and America now uh, I was speaking there um, to a girl in Oregon she's um, uh, uh, Leanne Nolan um, yoga kind of practitioner um, but uh, she's an Oregon, another Irish girl, actually. But uh, yeah, they've decriminalized everything there now. Um, so the psilocybin therapy is also starting up there as
4: well. Yeah, so that's I mean, huge.
0: We're going to that's see huge. changes big time. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the world is going to be a massively different place in, in five years' time. And mm-hmm. I'm obviously overly optimistic that it's going to be very positive changes. That's like, it. It's
1: easy for us to fall into an echo chamber and think that everybody's for it because we associate ourselves with cannabis users every day. Right. I, I have
2: heard it for the past 25 years that it is going mm-hmm. to be different in five years. Yeah. That there's yeah. going to be change in five years. five years. <laughs> always
3: five years. Always five
2: years. The only way I can ever see it changing on our little island is when it changes in the UK because as long as it changes in the UK and the north of Ireland is still a member of the United Kingdom, we yeah. are going to have legally prescribed cannabis that is going to be accessible over supposedly an invisible border. So, yeah. <laughs> Does not It'll compute. To It'll so one of
4: those Trump walls, man.
2: <laughs> so as soon as it happens, and I say literally, that is all that they're waiting for because they'll have to turn around, and it's not going to affect. Fianna Fall or Fianna Gale's core support, which are, let's face it, the Blue Rinse Brigade. Mm -hmm. You know, it (laughs) is the the seniors and the core people that are in business, politics, and education. That because why all of their they get a lot of funding from the state and their friends with people that are in, they've gone to college with people that have got become ministers or TDs or councillors, it's all just party politics. Anyway, we won't go into that again. Sorry, where were we? Um,
0: <laughs> well, you- would you ever run for government uh, Greenberg? Would you I would,
2: for- yeah. Would I you? would, yeah. Straight <laughs> but away. Greenberg but then do, then, do it. Do it now. I'll vote for you. I I would <laughs> like to probably try set up if it was at all possible to try set up a pro cannabis political party. party and take yeah. part in that. Um, if not, Sinn Féin would probably be my name. I, I will not lie. I was a true blue Fine Gael supporter from the very first time I voted when I was 18 yeah, all the way up until the last election.
0: Only until
1: the last
2: one. Up to the last election. Yes. That's a long-time vote. Oof. I have always voted Fianna, F- Fianna Gael. Um, I thought they were... They, they have always done a good job in trying to recover the country after Fianna Fall fucked it up.
5: Yeah.
2: Um, because Fianna Fall always fuck it up. They're the ones <laughs> that... Fuck it up when it has been brought back up to a really good point, and then they get into power and say, "Oh, we've make it better because they borrow a lot of money." And <laughs> oh, I'm not going to go into it. They made a fucking hames of it the last time, and Did screwed
1: not fuck up. it up really, like <laughs> yeah,
2: screwed the country up completely. And Fianna Gael made very hard decisions, and they were decisions that Fianna Fall wouldn't make. And they done it. You know, they got the country back into a good, reasonable position. And now they're after going into power with the people that ruin it and fix it. And it just doesn't make sense. And they have the Green Party propping them up. And that's just because the Green Party would never be able to get into power at all because there's only a handful of them ever get fucking voted in. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I would Sinn Féin. Sinn Féin is who I would go now. Um, I think they have. I don't agree with all their policies, and all their maths don't add up. Mm-hmm.
0: To be quite yeah. they're they're not too big of supporters on the cannabis front either, though. And uh,
2: not, they're not. You know, um, but I can't see them yeah. making a fucking. I can't see them making a worse job. Yeah, to I, be
0: if I was running, and I, I was tempted to to join them, and I'm, I'm exposing myself here now, but uh, uh, I was going to join them and try to get it from within to get them to support the cannabis legalization thing, run for them. But if they don't support it while I'm running for them, just leave them and get the publicity of walking away from them or something. You know, because yeah. they, they were, at the time they, they were looking uh, for a second person to be running. And, like if they had a second person, if I ran Sinn Féin in the last election. You would have got it. I possibly would have got it in my area. They, like, they, they, they finished very strong in my area if They ran a second person, like if I if I went forward, I don't know, would they have accepted my nomination for it to go do it like, yeah. but um, yeah, I did. They're, but they're not pro cannabis, so I just couldn't join them before. But m- maybe going forward, I might see what will happen. Yeah. Well,
2: that's if they change their stance, you know. None of the parties, in fairness, in our country have any stance on cannabis, no. Um, all their stance is, yeah, you're not having it. End of story.
0: Well, the Green sense. Party have uh in their their policy whatever, but look they they wanna Okay to
2: the Greens come on, are they ever going oh, to get anything? Oh you know? no,
0: nothing. But but even with their deal making with Fine Gael that it was ruled out of question. Mm. Like, like the like the two guys were like, No, no, we're not legalizing cannabis. Point blank, like, like, exactly. Greens like, Oh yeah, not no about no her, we're not too big on it anyway so ourselves. Know, yeah, <laughs> It was just more popular, popular thing to say that the pro cannabis because they knew they got them a lot of the young voters, uh, but they actually have no interest in following through on it, because no. if they did, they, they would be much more engaged with the community from from a long time ago.
2: Oh, well, they would. will you look at the community? Our community is so fractured as well. Yeah. You know, we need we need proper leadership in the community, and I don't think I've seen proper <laughs> leadership anywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah, anywhere you know, there's yeah. no country wide group. Normal is meant to be. I couldn't tell you the last time I heard anything come from the normal Ireland chapter. Yeah, yeah, couldn't tell well, you the it, last time.
0: It, there has been very little. I, I think there's something mm. coming down the lines of a patients group, um, that that's to be announced there soon. that's going to unify all of the patients, but but for the, the cannabis kind of community itself. There's, there's been a lot of pages set up over, over the years. There's cannabis legalization, like this, that, uh, Ireland, uh, all over the place. But there's actually no, like, real network of people working no. together. It, it's, it's, and, and that's that's what I am trying to do. In there, and there now soon will be set up a hub where we can actually get people in together. You know, like, I'm taking a lot of inspiration from, from your own community, actually, from the gay community, because uh, I thought that's something that you done very well with, like, the, the, the cafes, Um, where you would bring the community together you would like have teas and coffees whatever that supported renting a premises then those premises were used for information evenings you know for organizing yourselves for for protests uh, and for a lot of other kind of activities there you know getting in speakers and Mm -hmm. and things like that Um, so I I think we can take a leaf out of that book you know because you've gotten a, a fucking long way well jesus every
2: every every, in our little place every other referendum that has kind of followed the same principle as it like we we would never have had the right to have an abortion in this country if we hadn't had the right for same-sex marriage never would have happened it wouldn't have given people the the braveness to think to go out and do it yeah there you go it's what What, we need now
0: what got it done was a united community and yeah. in all of those regards the community was united in in doing like getting the message and delivering it like and, and you know not, not just online and mm. um, but they were out there doing engaging with the policymakers and what have you like any and and the more important thing was the policy makers were engaging back mm. because they, they seen that the, the the network was there and that if they if they were going to ignore them and want to go to engage with them the the There was gonna be umbrage, basically. Yeah. We need to send.
2: My my thing, I reckon, if you can get the mothers, if you can get mothers on board in Ireland, this is specifically Ireland thing. If you can get mammies on board, it is
0: gonna happen. Mm. But the Um, worry there, like you get the mothers on board, but like, what kind of mothers are you looking for? Then you looking for cannabis using mums or? (laughs)
2: <laughs> if, if you, you get if you get a mother's that can see to change a mother's sorry, if you change Irish mother's opinions mm-hmm. I'm a cannabis user my entire life basically um, for the vast majority of it my mother only found out recently mm-hmm. I smoke and she still looks at me and go, I can't believe you're smoking that hash Oh, look, I don't smoke
5: hash. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I, I smoke it's just pure hair. flour.
2: Yeah, and it's the best flour that you can get, woman. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, but she thinking,
5: <laughs> she's,
2: she's thinking of hash of, like, back in the... Do you remember the nine bars and the soap bars, that fucking shitty stuff that had plastic and everything, you know, right. fucking rat I'm and fucking
0: rap boys and shit? I that. am <laughs> you know?
2: But, yeah, no, that's what... Um, that's what my, my mother's concept of some of that smokes is the complete opposite to what it's somebody actually is, you know. And she doesn't seem to understand that. She thinks that you're only a waster if you smoke weed.
0: That's that old kind of. That's that old
2: outdated thing. thing. I'm trying to. I've changed my dad's view. My dad was. Stanchly, staunchly, staunchly against—he's against any, any, like other drug and everything else. But yeah, he could drink like a fish if he wanted to. Yeah. You no, know, and nobody could say that.
0: I think this is why we we kind of need to stand up for ourselves because it's it's mm. so easy for us to be dismissed as being just that, as you say, like lazy, do mm. do nothing, stoners. But, like whereas we're actually quite productive members in society.
2: We <laughs> are, but we all have our families to think of we have our children children to think
5: of
0: we've also think though like let's say i'm even myself like i i've two kids and uh like i have a family and all of that but I, i've kind of went through the experience of where like you get locked up and everything for this like five days in car prison it's it's ridiculous mm-hmm. but like it's it's not just about me consuming cannabis like. uh we talk about all of these kids now being given these prescription drugs. You know, you look at all of these other kids, uh, like, uh, Ava Barry, you know, um, Ava Toomey, um, Ava Barry, uh, geez, I get mixed up there in the surnames. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, like, uh, there's the sick kids out there, like who need the cannabis medicines, like, uh, people can be it to, oh, you're just a do good, no yeah. good donor. but no, actually, we're we're fighting for something that's actually much bigger than that. It's not just my ability. Like you, you see, I I've had two bong hits there now. Like I, I could like smoke weed and, and all of that. That's fine. I could just close the laptop, go away, play PlayStation, whatever. Like it it's not just about the smoking cannabis. It's it's much bigger than that. Like I don't I for one I don't want to be targeted and be locked up and put into prison. But two, I, I want to see cannabis researched, and I want to see it in the hands of professionals, not criminals. And I want to see patients like uh, getting better access to care, where in, in Ireland, like it is back of the medicine cabinet for the <clears throat> health professionals for the three conditions that they allow it for.
2: I'd I'd like to I'd like to see them do some studies and research on what the actual benefits of it is and not what the negatives are because that's all you ever hear is research done on what the negative consequences I am sorry to say there is going to be some people that it will not agree with there's people that drink whiskey and go off the wall there's people that can drink whiskey and can sit down and have a perfect conversation and not have a problem with you if you smoke cannabis and if it doesn't agree with you you don't smoke it again it's a simple thing, but why victimize an entire population of people for the four or five people that might have a psychotic episode because they've smoked cannabis and they've God knows what else is wrong with that person and what other medications are that person is on. But just because he smoked cannabis or she smoked cannabis, the cannabis is doing it for her. The cannabis yeah. is doing it. That is what is making that person mad. We cannot let the people have this.
0: That's it. You uh, said it there that, that the cannabis might cause this kind of harm. But you know, if you criminalize a person, that you undoubtedly will cause harm to a person. Like Exactly. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, oh, it's so silly that, that we criminalize people just because what they do might cause harm. What they
4: might do. You know, if, yeah. if we go on that, if that line of thought, why don't they criminalize
3: mountain climbing? How many people <laughs> die every year mountain climbing, and yet well, I'll, I'll they're allowed to? Tj, why don't we go ahead and criminalize peanuts? How many kids die of peanut allergy? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
4: Potatoes, they're nightshade. You those little berries
3: that grow—if you let them go
4: too long—poisonous I mean, yeah, yeah. as fuck. I get you know? it, Martin. Yeah, we, we take it too yeah. far, don't we, man? Slippery slope, but um, why cannabis specifically? And really, yeah. really, why that? <laughs>
0: It really makes it like I, I I wish I had some tin foil around just to put on and we could go down that road like
4: yeah
0: it's like, our yeah, is society one. gearing up to keep us kind of sick like because they as I said they, they keep some really powerful um keep some rich for us. Mm.
4: keep some
0: rich well, you, know, you teach a life. man
4: to fish you know why would they come by your fish anymore right uh, so. yeah. taking our fishing yeah. rods off us exactly. <laughs> well, exactly
2: that's that's exactly it like you look Mankind has been on this planet for over 300,000 years, and we survived 300,000 years without all of the fucking Panadols, Neurofens, all the Pfizers. That I don't yeah, know. But a lot less
1: of us about it. Yeah,
4: yeah. There's sure, yeah. a lot less, <laughs> but. You, you could use it, 35 <laughs> you
2: can use the, you can use the thing that if we had continued on and hadn't found modern medicine and hadn't the population exploded the planet would be in a much better
4: position well abuse modern medicine lots of modern medicine does come from plants to begin with right it's just yeah it's just and then modified then changed and isolated. Mod-
0: over 70% yeah. of our modern medicine comes from right. that. you'd be
4: definitely the guy yeah for sure
0: and it's ridiculous like and it all comes from like traditional knowledge then um there, there, we we done a module actually in college uh, it was on eth- ethnobotanicals and it was all around um what's that word about uh, uh about ethos no not ethos um geez ethics it was all about ethics within the the plant world and if you're a pharmaceutical company and you go to a jungle and you witness a, a person within a tribe say in the jungle using a plant to, to to look after a certain condition um and you then take that knowledge you go back to the lab and you synthesize um a medicine from that knowledge that you obtained from just viewing them and um, do you pay homage then to that person like and a lot of the times they actually don't they just go in and not yeah. only rape them the, and, and the land and the rights and stuff but they actually rape them their, their knowledge like and they make a lot
4: of money um yeah. afterwards it's it's horrible <laughs> on a on a smaller and but really poignant point um that's the canadian cannabis cannabis industry You know, they disregarded all of the legacy people that know how to do it, have been doing it for a long time, and that they've observed doing it by talking to them and by going on the forums and by hanging out with them. But then they get into the grow business and totally disregard all of those people. Because they have criminal records, or they're dirty hippies, like you know, old school black market growers that do not want hippies. anything to deal with. Yeah, goddamn. And, be it yeah, and then they steal all the the methodology, and then they try and apply it though in in, a, in the scale of the legal market and fail, which is nice to see, kind of karmically. But it's it's the same thing, you know, robbing intellectual property and then trying to trying to make money off of it when it's it's really almost antithesis to the plant to to do what. You know, on, on mass growing in, in a pharmaceutical way. At least I think so. Um, it doesn't really work. You know?
0: Yeah, no, I know. I would agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can I ask, actually, lads, um, do, do any of you have criminal records or am I the only one <laughs> for cannabis? Uh, if you've criminal records for other things, you don't have to. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a lower <laughs> citizen
1: other than uh, my cannabis use. I was stopped driving
2: i had literally fucking sparked the spliff up and a cop on a bike drove by and looked at the three cars in front of me and then looked at me and then pointed at me and went you pull in (laughs) because uh, i think there was a nun in one of the cars yeah and then it was me (laughs) and like i'm not it's not like i'm a fucking gouger looking thing i'm quite respectable looking it's just I, man was, man I was not the most respectable looking out of the <laughs> it
4: was you were the cars, guns. yeah
2: <laughs> you know I think when you have kids and that in a car kind of helps their their purpose as well but um yeah I got away with um with just a fine to the poor box on that yeah nice you know, thanks be to god um and I the only reason how I did is was because I lost my job and I uh, had, yeah, yeah. I lost my job and everything because of it. Um,
0: you know, what, I I made nine donations to that charity box, and eight of them I I talked myself into. I I got myself by just representing myself, or mm-hmm. seven of them at least.
2: But that's the thing; like, they don't they don't really care as much. It's just a money money scam, money
0: racket. That's it all
2: is. it is. It's like we we have these um lads, we have these big huge COVID checkpoints. Right.
3: Oh, you just said that again. Oh, yeah.
4: oh the-
2: <laughs>
1: Um, hang on. How much juice I get left in my vape? Lots of juice. It's like it's twenty past one in the morning now. I know. A day soon.
4: I'm tired. Sure. I am. Yeah.
1: Starling. I do have to
4: say, while I on that topic, thank you very much for scheduling so late and waiting for me and shit. He's like that's new job and shit. So it's you know.
2: Oh yeah, well you see this do that, so. work work comes first. This is um this is a kind of a side piece for all of us that we just want to yeah, of share share uh, the love of cannabis. Try to expand wow. the knowledge of cannabis. I'm not sure. the best at talking about it. The lads are way
0: better <laughs> at it than me. You know? like way, I do appreciate way appreciate it. Though. Times yeah, suck. I've really enjoyed the conversation, lads. It's it's been a pleasure. I, I don't get to do this enough just to hang out with other people. Uh, I, I man, wish anytime,
1: guys, could... You should give us it. We're we're in Zoom calls all the fucking time just chatting shit. Bro, you just join, man. Yeah. This, yeah is, this is the link to our room, so you know, anytime you just randomly <laughs> yeah. click it, we might be there just
3: chatting shit. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's on Mackie's side, if he's only man so You never know.
0: Oh, yeah, that's the job Well, look uh, I suppose is, I think we've talked about everything I wanted to talk about I got to ask me uh, all the questions Um, uh, one last question for you all actually uh, do, you, uh, do you have a favourite strain or strain or seed company strain or seed company if you want to give me a favourite on each <laughs>
1: mm, Dutch
0: Passion is
2: probably I would my say my favorite Dutch Passion Dutch is my favourite as well I'd yes. say yeah
4: I have dogs. to say, Sensi seeds is probably what I would go with if I only had to pick one out of a billion.
3: Yeah, I, I like my Sensi. See if I have to choose one. That, that's
4: hard though, man. Like, I know I a Super Sativa Seed Club has a 35 year old fucking old school haze that I'm super interested in, which I will also say is my strain of choice the haze, pure haze. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. But,
2: yeah. the two, TG's made it has a couple of strains in his in his bank back pocket.
4: Oh yeah? Hmm.
2: They're only his own kind of private ones as such, but
4: they're a pollen chucker style strain. They're not any sort of um planned breeding or or anything like this. But uh, yeah, it was a blueberry OG crossed with a Romulan Kush and it actually turned out I actually have it in my vaporizer right now. Okay. Very nice.
0: I've uh, done a few natural, like seeds from natural uh, seeds before. I had the male and female, chuck the male, but uh, I was always tempted, actually, to store some of the pollen um, mm-hmm. to do a bit of the pollination and mess around a little bit with the breeding. I would have loved to have done it, but I, I, I never did because I never wanted to sacrifice the bud. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> it <seems sighs> all that. Yeah,
0: oh, talking it about
2: sacrificing just... the bud, I have enough <laughs> for probably, probably fucking three spliffs. Lame. Um, very lame, man. And my own fucking cure's not going to be ready for at least a week to smoke. Find your lame. your <laughs> <laughs> know, park,
5: way. I know. <laughs>
0: I'm
2: back on the illicit market again tomorrow, man.
0: Ah, oh, lovely. Uh, hitting up the the, the Instagram uh, plugs.
2: <laughs> no, no, I I have um my own little ad stuff. Good stuff. I've been going to for for years and years. That it is. Oh. But, um, yeah, no, it, it has been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, man, Have thanks nice
0: for having us. us. Oh, thanks, guys, uh, for listening to us chat and uh, for staying up so late. Uh, Greenbeard and uh, Mackie, that's so uh, good. And uh, to, to ourselves as well across the pond, lads. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, yeah, guys, uh, just, uh, again, uh, percy's growroom.com and uh, high on homegrown, on homegrown high podcast that's mm. on YouTube, and you're also on Instagram.
1: Uh, we're on everything iTunes, yeah. Spotify, Deezer Stitcher. If there's a podcast network that like, we're not on, let us know and we'll get on it. <laughs> <laughs> <Epic>. <laughs>
4: not Pinterest, no Pinterest, right? No, no, yeah, no. Well, I think you are on Pinterest, man. Are we on Pinterest? <laughs> yeah, yeah <I> so. <laughs> we have <a laughs> Pinterest. But... I don't know what Pinterest is either, but. They're yeah. No, do I, But we've well, got an
2: account with <laughs> I've seen pictures, and every time you click on something, it doesn't fucking let you go any further without having an account.
5: Yeah. I because I, I, look like...
0: <laughs> yeah. I look for food recipes by looking at images, and it never fucking gives
1: me the recipe. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a social uh, yeah. network for everybody. MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. Percy's yeah. is the best one. Come join us. Yeah, that's uh, ours. It, well, it is. In Percy's,
2: we are, we love having the banter, like what what you get now. In it, we have a chat window, and um, it's very unlike any other grow room. Um, there's a couple of them are kind of copying suit now, but yeah. we have a chat window as it's a full active chat 24-7. Nine times out of 10, there is always going to be a couple of people in there to even if you want to just pop in, have a chat. You do, we don't solely just chat about cannabis or grown or to, we can chat about anything.
1: As you can tell.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> it's just a good place. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a video chat room as well, is it? Or? Um, no, we you can do, do video
1: do. calls, but that's private between admin members and members because, you know, the an- anonymity and all that yeah, shit. Yeah. But yeah. you can do voice calls through chat.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And it is, it's, it's a it's a good place. And then we have like the diagnostic sections for the plants. They Just you name it. There's everything that you need to know from A to Z in cannabis. You're going to find it there. And you'll find it in a good, clean, easy format that you can read easy. There's pictures that help. And if the, you do need any help, you set a thread up. You know, we do all separate diaries, so you can have cocoa diaries, hydro diaries. There's a diary for every type of growing that is out there. and um, We have all different soil recipes. You name it, there's everything that you need to know about cannabis. And if you can't find it on the site, just ask in chat or at, put up a thread and Thank somebody you. will come to you.
0: And thanks very much again there to the high on homegrown podcast panel for uh taking the time out the the sit and chat with me there it was uh it was a late night uh we chatted into the the late hours or the early hours of the morning there it was about nearly two o'clock here uh, by the time I was getting off that uh, that, that Zoom call. But uh, I really enjoyed it um, and, and those bang hits too every time we talked about COVID, which was uh, quite a few times. So um again, thanks very much to the Hiring Home Homegrown podcast panel. And uh, guys, do make sure you check out their uh, Percy's Grow Room and their podcast. And uh, give the guys a follow there as well on Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. So until next time, guys, uh, this has been Martin Conn from uh, Martin's World. And uh, stay blazed, guys. Keep it lit. Peace.